0: to the Islanders Never Say Die podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and with me here, as always, is our NHL analyst and expert, the grumpy old man. They say there's no shame to his game because he's always the same. That's me. Hello? I'm here. Oh. We're here. We're not having technical issues. We had a long pause there or I guess a little bit of a pause before we start today's show. Um, Today is the first day of NHL free agency. We're recording this show live on July the 1st. The Islanders made some moves. Other teams made some moves. We're going to talk about them. We're going to break them down. We're going to break down what we think about the Islanders situation. We're going to break down what we think about the rumors that are swirling around the Islanders. A potential trade candidate. We're going to talk about, but before we jump into the meat and potatoes of the action today, there's a few things. If you're new to this channel because, oh, hey, the Islanders have been doing a lot. Hey, it's NHL free agency to start and you've stumbled upon this channel. Well, today's your lucky day. You've stumbled upon the best Islanders podcast that's out there. First
1: you're going to find out exactly <laughs> what this show is about today. Let me just put it to you that way.
0: Yes, you're not going to see any. Uh, you're not going to see any beating around the bush. Let me put it to you that way. Um, so, yes, if you have stumbled upon this this podcast, this show, welcome. We invite you subscribe.
1: In- subscribe to the podcast. We, yes. Hit the like button. Do everything we tell you to do.
0: I was gonna. I was gonna do a much more eloquent way to describe that. But uh, I don't know. Me. I just told. I said we it. invite you with open arms. We encourage you to subscribe on YouTube. We encourage do you to it. like the video do because do here's it. the thing. When you like the video, apparently it helps the algorithm. It helps get this message out to more Islander fans out there. So hopefully, I don't know, the truth can be spoken about regarding this situation. So if you new to the channel, make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you hit the like button if you like the content. We go live twice a week, every Wednesday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard oh. Time. Yeah, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, thereabout. And if you're new also, we kind of run a little late. It's a running gag. Uh, it's not because I'm just always late anyway, uh, but, um, we also have a secondary podcast called TJ and the grumpy old man. That is just an all sports podcast. We talk anything and everything sports on that show. We talk NHL, we talk NBA, we talk NFL, we talk MLB, we talk college athletics, we talk world football, which is soccer for people in North America. We talk anything and everything sports on that show. It's called TJ and the grumpy old man. I'm on the show with the magnificent Sun X, who joins us all the time, and we go ahead and shoot the shit, just having a good time talking about sports. Last episode, I don't know, questions and comments were to nothing to do with sports, so we were just having a good time shooting the shit at each other and, you know, you know, <laughs> a little bit of friendly banter. So, you know, with that show, it's a little bit more free wielding. Um, you know, we have certain topics we like to discuss, but it's pretty much wherever the comments take us in that show is where we go. That's called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. You could find that in the link in the description below, or as a featured page here on our YouTube channel, where you see "Oh Islanders Never Say Die" podcast right underneath TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. But Grumpy, do you see this? By the way, eight hundred and seventy-seven subscribers. I can't Look how close we, we are to a thousand.
1: We need a thousand subscribers. <laughs> Period. We need a thousand subscribers. Yeah. Reach I, out. To, tell your friends. Tell your enemies hell anybody just likes to have a good time
0: how often do people talk to their enemies
1: grump i don't know you know they say in the godfather they said you know keep your friends close but your enemies closer so that's all i'm saying
0: oh yeah i, I doubt the people with their enemies going be like hey i've got you i've got your one good piece of information i'm gonna pass on to you if you really want to know about the new york islanders you need to listen to this islanders never say die podcast well today we had we were gonna have a lot to talk about the NHL draft happened, right? Since our last our last podcast, you know, we were we went live Wednesday, but on Thursday, the Islanders made a few selections as the players who are going to be part of the organization, hopefully for the future to come. We will not be covering that today, because there's so much else to cover. We need to make sure that we can dedicate enough time specifically to that. I don't want to half-ass it, so we're gonna put our Islanders prospect coverage on hold until we have some time to do so. That's
1: only like a five minute. That's only like a five minute segment, is it? Prospects, five minute segment.
0: Okay, Um, but uh, today Islanders re-signed back. They re-signed back three of their unrestricted free agents. They went ahead and re-signed back Simeon Varlamov. They re-signed back Pierre Engvold. They re-signed back Scott Mayfield. And hey, they kicked off the opening day. Of free agency with extending Ilya Sorokin to an eight-year 8.25 million dollar contract, right? Let's give, let's give for the Sorokin extension. Just
1: stop it. You suck at that. You just suck, period.
0: <laughs> um,
1: you're an um, embarrassment. There's so many things, you know, so many let's... things you could do with that board, and you just Buh, I have one button. Buh.
0: Okay, you know what, Grumpy? That's gonna be my for next episode. I will be all prepped. Okay, we'll make sure it goes well. You won't. So, yes, I will. Next episode, Grumpy, I'm gonna be all prepared. It's gonna be a great soundboard, the greatest soundboard I've ever done. Um,
1: you had had three years,
0: but now you've had three years,
1: and that's the only sound button that you have. Uh, That and That's it. I think they come (laughs) with the soundboard.
0: All of these are like pre put in. That's correct. Uh. So the Islanders, as we mentioned at the top of the show. Pierre extended. Simeon Varlamov, extended. Scott Mayfield, extended. Let's talk a little bit about what what we had to do to extend those players, guys, because, man, were we – hey, we were able to bring back the old cast and crew. Hey, everybody we needed to bring, we were able to bring back.
1: You know, when you mentioned extended, extended, it made me think of that commercial, oh, we have ants in this house, and they show – I sent you a friend request. Why haven't you responded yet? Oh, they go through the refrigerator. Expired. 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 That's the type of contracts that we just signed today. Those guys are going to be expiring before the contracts are up. Oh. Was, you want, uh, seriously, I'm hey, going to tell you what I thought. Okay. I, can I, can I we go over it. what
0: the deals were first? before? No, we-
1: no, no, no. I just want to tell you my gut, my absolutely gut reaction to what I saw today. Total gut reaction. Go ahead, Grumpy. You know, I get little notifications on my phone if the Islanders do something. And bloop, bloop, bloop. Pierre Engval, seven year deal. I'm like, get the, come on. So I clicked on it and it didn't have any details. And I was just scrolling down, looking for the numbers for the dollars. And then it says, um, you know, it says also or related articles. The Islanders signed Scott Mayfield to a seven-year extension. They signed Ilya Sorokin to an eight-year extension. They signed Semyon Varlamov to a four-year extension. I looked at this and I said, "Hold on, this has got to be the Onion or some type of, you know, bogus site that just throws shit out there." Because first of all, number one, the Islanders, right? Lou is so smart he never mentions a deal until September. Right. That's what he had the, the moronic portion of the fan base trained to think. Right. And like, that
0: was only for the last three or four two years. years. Last two yeah. years.
1: Last two years. And oh, and, you know, you listen to the clowns on television. He's so smart. No, he's senile. OK, he's not smart. He's useless. And I'll tell you what, today is the end of the Islander franchise for the next decade. That's my gut reaction to these signings. One good signing out of the bunch. One. Why do I say that? You want to go into the details? Let's go into the details.
0: Yeah. So, like Grumpy, you forgot to mention too. When you were looking at all of this, I was out eating lunch at this time period. I was walking back to I just got done. I, I had called a nice, you
1: twice. I called you twice.
0: I didn't pick up. I must have just I I, I had the I had my phone, I guess, on a table down and I put it in the in my pocket as I was leaving the restaurant. And I, was, I just got done with a nice meal. I was feeling freaking great. You know, you get that feeling where it's like, oh, on a hot day like that, your stomach feels full. And you're like, oh, man, I feel great. I just had a great meal, some nice sweet tea. Grumpy calls me up, and he's like, TJ, I think, how did you phrase it? You said, I think that there's a whole bunch of fake information being put out on the Islanders right yes. now. Yes. And I said, what do you mean?
1: All I saw I said, was terms. I didn't even see the numbers. I'm like, there's "There's no way they're signing Engvall and Mayfield back to seven-year extensions. Sorokin, okay, that sounds plausible. And then Varlebaugh for four backup, for a 35-year-old backup gets a four-year extension? I said, it cannot be possible. I, I swear to you. I kept on going back. I'm looking. It says New York Islanders but I don't believe it. It's so stupid and dumb and contrary to what everything else that was going on around the league today and the values of contracts, players taking less money for short term. And we offer ridiculous term for guys who are just their ham and eggers. That's all they are. They're Jags with the exception of Ilya Sorokin. You're trying to tell me you couldn't have got Pierre Engvall back here for anything less than a seven-year extension for a bottom six player? He's a bottom six guy. Okay, on this team he plays top six. You want to know why? Because we suck so bad offensively that that's that's why he's elevated to the second line. That guy blows. He is the new Mr. Softy. Josh Bailey gone. Pierre Engvall's my new bitch. You're going to hear about him every day when he won't go into a corner. That's what you're going to hear from me when he misses a wide open shot around right in front of the net. You're going to hear it. Scott Mayfield, I love. I cannot I cannot fathom a 7-year extension for Scott Mayfield. Unfathomable. He's going to be 31 years old and he's starting now a 7-year deal. Scott Mayfield's a bottom pairing guy for this team. You're giving 7-year extensions to bottom pairing guys?
0: We did that with Casey Ezekis. This is exact. This is exactly what the freaking contract looks like for Casey Ezekis. No, They're Casey got six
1: money. years. Casey got six years.
0: Six years, seven years. He just probably accidentally added one with the older. The the older he gets, he's like, oh, I gave a six year extension the last time. Let me give him a seven year now for the guys who are unrestricted free agents.
1: Sorokin Steel, love it. Eight years, eight point two five per. Love it. Uh, no problem at all with that deal. Yeah, no problem with Sorokin's deal. Varlamov. The Varlamov deal is just, a, a, honestly, if I had hair, I would have ripped it out of my skull today. $2.75 million a year to a 35-year-old backup who plays 25 games a year. Let's look at see, what look Jonathan here. Quick went for.
0: Jonathan Quick on a one-year deal contract. 800000 on the cheap, on a vet minimum. Jonathan Quick. Jonathan Quick. One year, 800K. We signed our backup goalie to a four-year contract. Auntie Ronta. A one-year. How, how, what would he get, a million dollars?
1: Auntie Ronta. Let's look him up. Uh, by the way, my team to win the Stanley Cup this year is the Carolina Hurricanes. No doubt about it. One year, $1.5 million, 34 years old. Sure.
0: And like Nadelkovich. he went to Pittsburgh. We'll talk about that too. But it's like, you look at Pierre Engvold, let's start talking about the contracts, right? I I mean, like Varlamov, what's the need to sign Varlamov to a four-year contract? A guy who was your starter, but has been dethroned as starter because you have a top three goalie in the NHL who's been a Vesna finalist for the last two years in a row. And Sorokin received votes. He finished third, I think, in voting two years ago, oh. and last year he finished second. This guy is a top three goalie for the last two years in a row. He plays fifty five to sixty games a year. You paid a backup, a backup goalie, a thirty five year old backup goalie, gave him a four year contract. What two and a half million per?
1: Two point seven five.
0: They have
1: invested $11 million in the goaltender position for the next four years. $11 million in the goaltender position. What did I say? You should say maybe $10 million for your goaltender position. Whatever Sorokin wants, he gets. Whatever's left is what the backup gets. Yep.
0: So, hey, Varlamov, if you're not accepting a $1.75 million a year contract, we will find another goalie who will do that. And you don't need to extend a backup goalie for four years. He's 35 years old.
1: Okay, Freddie Anderson. Freddie Anderson, what do you think about him as a goaltender? I think he's pretty solid.
0: I think he's a solid
1: goalie. Right, pretty solid yeah. goaltender, sure. He's a
0: starter, might I add.
1: Yeah, two-year deal, $3.4 million is his cap hit.
0: I'd say I'd rather have Freddie Anderson in net as a backup than a Kyler like Barlow.
1: 33 years old. I, I, I'm astounded. Honestly, seriously, I'm astounded by what Lamarillo did today. Just astounded. Set the think about it. Think about how many guys now are locked up for long-term deals in the Islanders for a team that will not make the playoffs next year. Will not. Absolutely will not.
0: We might squeak in, but we're not. not, We
1: are not making the playoffs next year. There is no freaking way we're making the playoffs next year. We have not improved. One iota, not one iota, have we improved? Well, well,
0: I think Pittsburgh cemented their them not making the postseason and for the next until they blow the team up. So I think that's one less team the Alleners have yeah, to Chris, keep. They with, start- right?
1: They signed Tristan Jari back. Kyle Dubas,
0: Kyle Dumbass, went ahead and signed Tristan Jari to a five-year, $5.3 million-a-year contract. That is about the stupidest thing the Pittsburgh Penguins could have done. He's a miserable goalie. Pittsburgh's completely out of contention, so you can mark them out. There's no way in hell they make the postseason. One last team we have to compete with.
1: I'm just – Scott Mayfield, $3.5 million a year. You look yeah. at the you look at the deals that were signed around the league today for defensemen, for defensive defensemen, making less money and one, two years, that's it. You wanna why? Team said to players, hey, we're only gonna sign you one year deal. Salary caps gonna be going up. Maybe we'll do something down the road. Who knows? But they played hardball with these uh players and they signed them. Guys changing teams. Blake Wheeler, Blake Wheeler bought out by winnipeg signs a one-year eight hundred thousand dollar deal with the new york rangers
0: looky there the rangers adding two real veteran presents i mean blake wheeler he's not he's not what he was right with blake wheeler but he's a guy on eight hundred thousand dollars a year.
1: year he had 60 something points last year
0: sure i'm not saying i'm not saying he's finished i'm just saying he's not what he was in his prime right no but he's at eight hundred thousand dollars a year holy shit. Why?
1: Sign me up. Oh, wait a second.
0: RGM was too busy giving seven-year contracts to Pierre Engvold.
1: Max Pacioretty, one year, $2 million. Who would you rather have for a year? I'm serious. Who would you rather? Would you have Blake Blake Wheeler for a year, Max Pacioretty for a year, or Pierre freaking Engvold for seven? I mean, come on. There's so much. We were talking about ways we could do certain things. I was not expecting all these low-market-value deals for really good veterans on short term that's like gold to the nhl teams just freaking gold and look at the islanders they're still living in the old paradigm where we have to offer you know all of our returning guys seven-year deals this isn't you know we're not bringing back crosby and malkin and Latang. we're bringing back farlamov mayfield and engval we're not bringing back uh uh, you know, Nathan McKinnon and Gabriel Landeskog. No, we're bringing back Engval and Mayfield. I I cannot, t- 10 years before this team even has a shot of being good again, 10 years. These are not, then these aren't young guys. These are guys 27, 30, 35 years old. And you're giving them seven, eight year deals? What's Pierre Engvall ever done? Besides be a scrub. He What's played, he ever done?
0: He played a good two months with the Islanders.
1: <laughs> and it he earns, had the him, same, earns, he earns had, him a
0: seven-year contract worth $3 million plus. He
1: was a half a point. He's a 40-point scorer in the NHL a year. He's a half a point a game. That's what he was for the Islanders. Half a point a game. That's what he was. You can't get something like that for less than a seven-year deal. I'd rather have freaking Bailey back for a year. Wow. Simeon Varlamov, 22, 20 to 25 games a year, $2.75 million for a 35-year-old backup goaltender. Scott Mayfield, everyone knows I'm a big Scott Mayfield fan. Seven years at the age of 30 for Scott Mayfield? Everyone knows, like I said, love Scott Mayfield. Nowhere near as good as he's been in the past. How's that contract going to age out? Where are the improvements to the team? There are none. There will be none. This is it for the off season. Signing your own guys back. They got rid of Bailey. They signed everybody back to ridiculous extensions. I I, I, honestly, I'm just astounded. Just absolutely freaking astounded at what this team is going to be. Next year, you don't know how much, I'm not even talking about this year's salary cap. We have, right now, we have Uh, roughly $1.1 million in cap space and you still have to sign back uh, Oliver Wallstrom, right? Next year, do you want to know how much cap space we have for next year?
0: How much, Grumpy?
1: $5.7 million. That's but it. We're,
0: we're going to have no cap, guys, and that's why we can't do this, that, and the other thing in the offseason because we have no cap. It's not like our general manager is the one attributing or, or going ahead making these signatures and these signings here for contracts. They're not the ones out there who, who allocate the cap or anything like that. So when we're consistently in cap, you know, issues with cap space, we have to trade away assets to get rid of away toxic contracts. Oh, well, nobody to blame but our fucking general manager.
1: We have 18 guys signed for 24, 25, 18, 18, 18 guys, 12 for the year after that. Think about that. That means these guys, the core, you want to know what your core is going forward based on these contracts? Pulak, Pelic, Mayfield, Engvall, Barzal, Horvat, Sorokin. There's your core. That's your core.
0: I, That's a core good enough to win a Stanley Cup.
1: No, it's not. You know, it's funny. You know, we have so – you see so many – Carolina was, did phenomenal today. Just spectacular. I mean, does anyone doubt that Carolina is just not the freaking team to beat in this in this uh, division?
0: Right. Because uh, remember, all, always – oh, remember, Phil came on there. Oh, Dimitri Orlov. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Islanders. The Islanders is going to get Dimitri Orlov. He's the best defenseman out there in the free agent market. Dimitri Orlov. Oh, oh, wait a second. The Canes got him.
1: And here's the thing Dimitri Orlov, 31 years old. You figure, oh, how many years do you think Dimitri Orlov? How much better do you think Dimitri Orlov is than Scott Mayfield?
0: I think um, Mayfield and Orlov are probably, I think Mayfield's probably 10 times better than Orlov. Okay. That's why let's, he got a let's seven got, like
1: Orlov, Orlov's probably, I want to say,
0: 130% the player that Scott okay, say, that's got Mayfield That's
1: why I was going to say maybe Mayfield is like 65% of Orlov.
0: 130%. He's better. 130% two better than than him.
1: Two-year deal at 31. He signs a two-year deal. 7.75 is his cap hit for two years. Look at that defense. Look at that freaking defense. I mean, holy shit. We can't – I don't think we're going to score on California Let next year. Carolina. Not Carolina. Anybody, anyone – sorry. Anyone who has uh, tickets for the Carolina series, just give those away because those are those are four losses. Dmitry Orlov, Jacob Slaving, Brett Burns, uh, Braden uh, Brady Shea, Brett Pesci, and Jalen Chatfield. Holy crap! They improved their defense by letting Gotcha Spare go, and they bring in Orlov. Tell me that's not a market increase on in that team. And that's not the only thing they did, right? They bring in. Right, everyone was telling me Michael Bunting, Michael Bunting, Michael Bunting. He'd be great for the Islanders, Michael Bunting would. Why? Because you know, he does all the dirty work. He plays on the first line for Toronto. Well, guess who got him? Carolina. Three-year deal, 4.5 million. He's 27 years old, the same age as Pierre Engvall.
0: And guess what? When they were both in Toronto, Michael Bunting. Was a oh, star you know, played the played played a more important role and was valued more by the team when they had to choose there. Oh, uh, who, who are we lining up there at wing over here? Michael Bunting earned himself a top six spot. And guess who didn't? Guess who earned himself the bottom six role.
1: That's it's why like, Eng, because, because isn't he's not as good as Michael Bunting. Sure.
0: We had to say we and, and like our team, because we have been mismanaging the cap every fucking year under Lou Lamarillo, excuse my French, every year under Lou Lamarillo, we have mismanaged the cap. It means that we had to go ahead and give extremely long contracts to lower the cap hit per year because Lou doesn't know how to manage a nickel because Lou does not know how to manage a dollar. We're in a spot to where he had to say, well, sorry, Scott, I can't offer you the 4.25 for maybe a three-year contract. So I'm going to have to offer you a seven year contract at 3.5 and it's it just continues to compound instead of being able to offer Pierre Engvold maybe a similar deal like Michael Bunting well we couldn't offer him that much for the cap it so we it's had not, to we had to bring down the cap it by giving him a shit ton more years
1: it's not even in his it's not even a concept he even thinks about. He doesn't
0: even be alive in eight years. He, will,
1: he has a better chance of being dead than the Islanders have of making the playoffs.
0: No, I wouldn't say that.
1: I would. We are no not way. making the playoffs this year. I'm booking. It. I'm it's telling still, you right it's now.
0: Very early. Very early yet to say that.
1: But really? Yes. What improvements are you going to make with a million dollars in cap space? You tell me. What type of well, the rumor?
0: We'll make talk make? about. The, we'll talk about the rumors here in a second. I want to finish up talking. Rumor about-
1: schmumer. We're not. This is it. Our off done.
0: I do agree. We're not doing any more for the offseason. You see the Islander Twittersphere is over there talking about, oh, there's rumblings, Grumpy. There's rumblings that Lou Lamarillo is going to make a masterclass deal to get Alex DeBrincat. Oh, wouldn't that just be great? Oh, I'd love to have that. I'm going to let you know something.
1: What a value do we have to offer Ottawa?
0: We're not going to get Alex DeBrincat. And if we do, we are going to pay through the fucking teeth you're no. going to be get- pay through the nose, not through the teeth. You're going to be paying through the nose, the teeth. I don't care. You're going to be paying through every orifice that you've got in your body, Grumpy. Your ears, your freaking I, everywhere, Grump. you feel in the rest. You're going to be paying through every single orifice you've got because guess what? There are a lot of teams that can offer much more of what Ottawa's looking for than what the Islanders can offer. They said, oh, this deal is apparently going to be structured around Jean-Gabriel Pajot. Jean-Gabriel Pajot is nowhere near what Alex DeBrincat is. DeBrincat is a guy who has said he's not signing an extension with the Ottawa Senators, so they're looking to move him. And rightfully so. When, when a guy doesn't sign an extension, you got to look to move him. So they're looking to move him. He's looking for around an eight-year, maybe nine, nine-and-a-half-million-dollar-a-year contract. Ooh, I wouldn't that, that be great? I was about to say. So what will we have to do to clear up enough cap space to make sure we've got that available? Well, we're going to have to move him out. We're, hey, see you later, Oliver Wallstrom. Hey, see you later, future draft picks. Because, what I mean, seriously, all, uh, Oliver Wallstrom and Jean-Gabriel Pajot do not equal Alex Debrincat. They don't. No. You're going to have to give up a significant amount of draft capital again. And we're just, we are going to have every single member of this team cemented into a seven or an eight-year contract, it feels like. I,
1: I can't express upon everyone enough how far lamarillo has set the franchise back yes in the last two years he set. there was a chance to turn it around there was now there is no chance yes this team is going to be bad for the foreseeable future or just a like i said
0: treading water
1: right right in right in the middle of the suck zone maybe you make the playoffs and get rolled in the first round Or maybe you don't make the playoffs. That's where we're going to be. This is not going to be a team contending for Stanley Cup. Period. End of sentence, end of story. Anyone who tells you any difference is either trolling you or lying to you or just plain out fucking dumb. Okay? those I mean, those are the only three things. They're either lying, they're too stupid to breathe on their own, thank God it's an involuntary reaction, (laughs) or they're just trolling you. Those are the only three options for anyone who tells you anything different. Phil's facts. The only three (laughs) options. There are no
0: Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's.
1: I just look at the moves. I just. I must. I'm just looking at how all these got. Jonathan Klingberg. Klingberg signs with Toronto. One year, one point five million.
0: Hey, Klingberg was supposed to be. He was supposed to be a big defensive free agent out there this summer, guys. Remember, people say maybe we can get Jonathan Klingberg. Right? That would be great one year 1.5 million dollars
1: hold on I want like to make sure I got the dollar amount right oh I'm sorry 4.15 my bad 4.15 would you rather have a Jonathan Klingberg for one year at 4.15 or seven years of Scott Mayfield at 3.5 they're both 30 they're both 30 years old
0: and about say Mayfield's gonna be 31 when the season starts you what you've done with Scott Mayfield when you hand out and this is the thing too what I'm thinking about that all I under fans should be thinking about. Even if you're extremely, even if you're extremely optimistic, I encourage you to think this way. Our window, if you think is still open, will eventually close. All windows open and close. It's just a natural part of being a franchise in any sort of professional sports. You're going to have time periods where you feel like you can compete and time periods when you feel like you can't. When you are giving your players seven year contracts, it is really hard to move those players off of your team because if your team starts really sucking ass, and I mean really starting to head down the, to, down the, the poor street where they're starting to play like shit, well, guess what? It's going to be really tough to move a guy like Scott Mayfield at the age of 33 years old with four years remaining on his contract if he's not playing good hockey. It's really tough to move guys like Pierre Engvold if he's got, I don't know, five years or four years left a five years left on a deal at the age of 30 years old. It's really tough to move players like that. Just is.
1: Damn near it, impossible.
0: It makes the resale value of these players next to nothing because we've given them seven-year contracts. You have no outs. You can't say, oh, great. Well, the thing is, three years from now, we've got a ripcord that we can pull. Because if, let's say, all of this continuing to go all in, every single year doesn't pay out for us, and we it hasn't, you know, we've got an ability because Angball's contract comes up in three years where we can go ahead and trade him at the deadline three years from now at the age of 30 where he can offer something to a team. No, you're waiting until he's in his mid-30s where you can even possibly entertain the ability to trade him. Scott Mayfield, you're waiting until the guy's 37. I'm sorry. I don't see Scott Mayfield playing at a at an NHL level till 37 years old. And I like Scott Mayfield. He's not a guy who's fleet of foot enough to play until he's 37 years old.
1: We have seven guys under contract through the 28-29 season. Seven! Seven, seven, seven guys who are locked up for the next six, seven years. Think about that. Seven guys, seven guys are going to be here for seven years. Think about that. Seven, seven freaking guys, at least that term. How many roster spots do you have in the NHL? Seven, seven.
0: Out of 23 many, roster 30, spots?
1: Two years ago, we looked, okay, this would be the last off season. We bite the ball a little bit, and then we we can fully rebuild the team. Now you can't do anything. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you could do. Do you think any young players have a shot to make this team, any of them? Where are they going to play? Maybe they're going to sit Matt Barzell. No, He's on contract for another eight years. It's Bo Horvat, eight years. Anders Lee, three years. Brock Nelson, two years. You know his contract extension is going to be made. How many years do you think Nelson gets? Another eight-year deal, so he'll be here till he's forty. JG Pajot, let me let you know he's going to be here too. Another three years for him, thirty years old. F minus two years at five million per. Engval, three million. Okay, we said what did I say? Two years, three million. Three years, three million. Okay, that's fine for Engvall. Seven freaking years, and he also got a no-trade clause, by the way. Are you shitting me? He got a... No tra- a modified n- no trade clause. Modified no trade clause. Who the hell's going to trade for Pierre Angball when he has a seven-year deal? Who's making that trade?
2: Nice. Is
1: anyone actually going to make that trade? Stop. Full stop. Not happening. And
0: here's the thing, right? Like, we look at... There were some awful... I feel like awful contracts that were handed out by the Islanders again today. Um... Sorokin's deal, I thought was good. I, th- yes. I think that was kind of what was expected.
1: The best player gets the worst deal. The best player gets the worst deal.
0: I'm fine with that. Eight years. I I was said I was fine with eight no, years. No, eight I, and mean, a half.
1: I mean the worst for the player. Eight point two five.
0: I I was thinking he was going to get around eight and a half. I said no more than nine was I w- willing to pay him, and he gets eight. You could lump
1: all three of those players together, and they don't even add up to seventy five percent of Ilya Sorokin. Yeah. All that money. I would have given Sorokin ten million dollars if he wanted, and given these guys nothing. Said walk. Look at the goodest moves: one year deal, two year deals. Everyone one year, two year deals. Get why are the players doing that? Well, why are the players doing that? Well, because, because the everyone, cap
0: is about to the cap is about to exponentially increase over the next two years.
1: <laughs> who's not going to have any money? The New York oh, oh. Islanders.
0: Well, they tied else- all
1: their money up, and these useless bastards.
0: Everybody's going to have so much money available, so much cash base, and we're going to be like, "Oh man, guys, we only have five million. What can we do with $5 million?" Well, we've got to trade away Kyle Palmieri's remaining contract, and we'll give up a first-round pick to get rid of his contract because that's just the going rate right these days.
1: Here, but here's the bigger thing. Here's the bigger thing. You look at all these guys taking below market and here's what you're going to hear from fans: the Lamanites, Lou and the Lamanites. This is what you're going to hear. Well, they never would have come to the Islanders. Blake Wheeler never would have came to the Islanders for eight hundred thousand. Well, then you know what it means. One of two things. Number one, they don't think you're a contender. They don't think you're. We're not taking a below market deal to go to that shitty franchise out on Long Island. That's probably what they're thinking. Either that, or they're like, mm, you know what? I just don't want to be there. It's not somewhere I want to be, and that means you have a perception problem. So, which one is it? Because Because it's it's one of the two. If you can't sign players to the deals that uh, Jesper Fost signed a two-year extension, $2.25 million for Carolina. Max Pacioretty. Phil was saying, oh, Pacioretty's coming back to the island. He was never coming here. He signed a $2 million year uh, for one year at Washington. Yeah. Washington. He was never coming here. No one's ever coming here. Either they don't think you're a contender or they're like, you know what? I don't like the perception of that team. That that's those are the only two reasons they're not coming here.
0: It can't be. It's not like oh, you know, we don't have our, our facilities aren't at the quality where they need to be. Our arena is not the everything is state of the art.
1: Hit the like yeah. button.
0: Yes, <laughs> hit the like button. Sure, but um, yes,
1: I just, I, I'm serious. I'm serious. My people are gonna ask what? What did you first think? And I thought. The first, I said the podcast is going to be a bloodbath tonight. That's what I thought. Yeah. Blood, and I'm glad that I had five hours to calm down. Really happy about that. <laughs> I was thinking, hours.
0: like, should we almost just go live now, Grumpy? I was because I was coming back. I was like, should we just go live early, Grumpy, and just let Grumpy explode?
1: Oh, I. I and I'm, I'm serious. I looked at. It, I'm like, this has to be a goof page, you know? Like, whatever. There's some of them out there that you know are just like they send out. Troll accounts,
0: or they put out like fake. And they make it sound like
1: the NFL has one, like MFL. It's called, and it looks like the same. It's it's just a it's a goof thing. And I swear that's what I thought it was when I saw related article related. I'm like, this is not. This cannot possibly be true. Cannot. And I'm now I'm like, what's going on? Like, holy shit, they did do that. I could not believe it. It's almost as bad as the time, maybe worse, when they traded Roberto Luongo to bring in Rick DiPietro. I'll never And I'll, I never forgot that day, and I'm never going to forget this one. This is the end of the Islanders for a lot of years now. We're not good enough. We are doing nothing to make the team better. There's nothing we can do to make it better. We don't have assets to get really good players. I just don't know where we go from here.
0: He I mean, really thinks, and the team really believes, that exactly what's in the locker room that didn't make the postseason two years ago and got their asses squeaked in
1: this year squeaked in
0: they squeaked in yes with the seventh seed in the conference and then got beat in the first round to a team that owns us they think that that team who has all of two postseason wins in the last two years is good enough to win a Stanley Cup
1: could I have lived could I have lived with extensions for Engvall Mayfield Varlamov for like two years For uh, two or three years for Engvall, two or three years for Mayfield, two years for Varlamov, I could have lived with that.
0: I would have been happy with that. I really would have. I wouldn't have had anything to complain about.
1: It wouldn't have been good enough to make the team better. Correct. It doesn't make the team better. But you've hamstrung the team for the next half, three quarters of a decade is what you've done. With guys who are just, they're just marginal players at best. Varlamov's on the downside, Mayfield's on the downside, Pierre Engvall Engvall is what he is. A soft guy, got good legs, can skate, good stride, can't shoot, and just soft. I mean, he's a a bottom six player. On this team, he plays, you know, the second line, whoop de doo is because we suck up front. I just, seven years is just, it's unconscionable, the term. The money wasn't bad. The term was deplorable.
0: That's what I was about to say. I don't have an issue with the amount of money we gave up. It's the term. When you start giving out contracts with seven year deals to guys who Mayfield and Engvold are not, they are not irreplaceable.
1: No, they are. Oh, right. That's correct. I'm sorry. They're
0: not irreplaceable. You're giving seven year contracts to guys who are completely replaceable. That's where I have an issue. It was like the same thing with Casey Zizekas. He's still got another five years left on his contract. When you give out these huge, long contracts, number one, it's going to guarantee that towards the end of that contract, you have a whole bunch of players who are all in the same boat on the wrong side of 30 who are just going to be absolutely miserable that are absorbing the majority of your cap space. And you're just with it. You're stuck with it. That's what your general manager has determined is okay for your future. And And some people don't care about the future. Oh, hey, we gave away a second-round pick in in the 2020-whatever draft pick. Oh, he's a 14-year-old kid now. Who cares about it? Well, here's the thing. When you take that mindset and you have that mentality, it's the same reason why your team doesn't have any draft picks. It's the same reason why you you don't have any prospects that you expect to make it into the NHL and to make an impact is because you're consistently trading away the lifeblood of the team, which are draft picks. Every single team is built through the draft. How many teams are built through trading for every single player and giving up as many assets as they can that are young and maybe have potential for a guy who maybe is a little bit of a band-aid.
1: That's should what we been, we've been doing. In. This should have been a call-in show today. We can make it a call-in show. I want to see the I want to see people maybe people are happy and maybe I am way off base. Even though we know that I've always been proven right, but maybe I'm wrong. This time, maybe this is the one time that lightning strikes and I am wrong. That is a possibility. You're not wrong. It is. I know it's not true. Everyone who listens knows it's not true, but you never know. Maybe Pierre Angbault turns out to be Mike the Greek Melanianus or Johnny Matadats.
0: Who knows? You know what? It's- Let's We'll make it to the remainder of the show. We'll just make it a call. And that's fine. I'm sorry for everybody who's been commenting You're going to have the ability to call this
1: stuff. Well, we can still, we can read comments too, but I'll do the end.
0: Hold on, hold on. I'm going to let you know something. When we open up the phone lines, it's going to be just pretty much consistent. Boop, boop, boop. I'm going to be getting calls on a consistent basis. Now, here's the thing. When I do this, I'm going to preface this, guys. Um, When I'm ignoring your call, it's because I don't want the call waiting sound to continue to beep here and interrupt the person who's on the phone with us. So... Trust me, as soon as I do have the chance and as soon as we have an open second and you're calling in, we'll be able to do it. We go through all of the calls. I promise you, we go through all of the calls. As long as there's a call rolling in, we will pick it up. So do not get discouraged. Don't get upset. Uh, just continue. That's all I got to say is continue to call and you will be heard. Your voice will be heard and we'll talk with you. What? Okay. Comment?
1: I just want to say Michael T sent a uh, comment that said, we're definitely not scoring on California.
0: So, that is correct, Grumpy, because they don't have a team. So they beat the, us too. The California Golden Seals beat us too, huh, Grump? Um, let me pull up here our ad read for today. God almighty. I'm expecting my phone. I'm gonna have like a million missed voicemails. God almighty. Oh goodness. Uh let me check here. Today, our podcast is brought to you by DraftKings. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code THPN and bet $5 and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Again, that's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.org. And in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Yes, Ho-Penny, or aforementioned Ho-Penny. Um, in Kansas, call one 800 52 If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Uh, All games are regulated by West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino and Charlestown Races in Connecticut, um, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 888- 789 or visit ccpg.org you must be 21 years older in most eligible states but ages vary by jurisdiction See slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources bonus bets um, expire seven days after issuance one boost eligible per game opt-in is required and you must uh, maximum bet of 50 dollars. 10 plus leg requirement for 100 boost and uh, eligibility ragering and uh, deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Oh, hey,
1: TJ, can I – I'm just – you know, I'm going to try to sum it up. If you got a gambling problem, you probably shouldn't be gambling. Don't gamble. If you got a problem, I wouldn't do it. That's right. But just to so. let you know, if you do have a problem and you feel like, hey, I got the itch, I got to gamble – don't bet on the Islanders to win anything next
0: year. If today. you can bet on the Islanders every single year they're against not to win the not to win the Stanley Cup, feel it'll very it'll comfortably make yourself bets for the next ten years. Ten years, whatever they're willing to give you. Maybe look, hey, maybe they, try to give. I don't know.
1: Make it for the next ten years. You I, I'd say you're going to be feeling pretty confident about that. About that roll of the dice. And here's the thing: if you call in today, we'll try to keep it short so we can get a lot of calls in. And I know
0: it's going to be tough because we're going to get people are going to be venting, and I understand.
1: Yeah. Anger is appreciated. Do not feel bad if you want to. If you you won't feel like you need to yell and scream, do that. If you want to tell me I'm full of garbage, I'm full of malarkey, I'm fine with that too. Just come with a, a legitimate point, not in Louis Trust or any crap like that. that if somebody comes in face-
0: with Louis Trust, ah! that's gonna that's gonna send me over the edge.
1: It will send me over the edge. Just in Louis Trust.
0: Okay. you think
1: ahead. we could have got? Uh, Blake Wheeler, forget about it.
0: Forget, forget about it. You okay. think we could have
1: got uh, Michael Bunting? Forget about it. No. Forget about the it. Forget about it podcast. I've
0: forget opened up it. here the phone line, guys. Um, you can see it there. It's at 318 608 2245 there if you want to call into the show. Again, I know there's going to be a lot of calls coming in. I'm, I'm, gonna,
1: sure. I'm just going to do until the calls come in, I'm going to start doing some blowbys on comments. We'll do them quick and fast. Hold
0: on. Do we want to address the Alex to bring cat rumors as we're waiting for a call to come in? That's important too.
1: Sure. Go ahead. This we'll not re-
0: oh, here we go. We've already got a call coming. Like right, grumpy. I told you there's no point. Okay. To do okay.
1: And since TJ mismanaged the first call.
0: No, no, I didn't mismanage the first call. I've got to link everything together. Give me a TJ
1: break. Here's the thing with TJ with the calls. Usually like the first one or two, or like the first pancake you cook, you kind of throw it away because the, <laughs> the temperature is good. You just kind of throw it away. Hey, you're live
0: here with TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. Who do we have calling in?
3: Paul from Texas, your favorite under Texan. Yeah, what's up? up? How
0: are you, man? What do you think about the deals we did today? What do you think about the re-signing back of the good old cul-de-sac crew for those long-term contracts? I want to hear your thoughts.
3: Hello darkness, my old friend. (laughs) I've come to see you all
1: again. Oh, yeah. You're hey, right. You know what? It's funny. All the other teams around the league are thinking, happy days are here again. You know what the Islanders have been singing? Mm-hmm. Don't feel sad. Because one out of four ain't bad.
0: I thought you were going to say, don't fear the Reaper. I thought that's what we're going to be singing over there. I, I
1: Actually, I would say, like, we, mm-hmm. if we have the Undertaker's music to play. Bong, that's the franchise right now.
3: Oh, God. No, no, no. We need, we need, to, we need to like get the wheelchairs out because we're gonna need to uh, get the LTIR going because that's that's gonna be our new team name, the LTIR crew.
1: No, this the is LTIR. what it's gonna be. No, no, this is what it's gonna be. We're gonna be, uh, like you know, the alumni games. Our regular players are just gonna play <laughs> on those.
3: No, that, again, it that, 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 yeah, that sounds like it. Oh, by the way, TJ, from uh, the last time I commented on the podcast. Uh, Greg Picker is the, is the, uh, color guy for the radio team. And he also does the, the Talking Isles podcast pregame. So I was thinking we could try with a bunch of smarter Islanders fans, and maybe some dumber ones, to just troll them. Let's just troll them and actually try and get them to get their real thoughts on the Islanders. Cause I want to see if they're going to tell the company line. Or we can actually
1: get them to say the quiet parts out loud. Okay, hold
0: on, hold on. You've so answered the question
1: for you. <laughs> I'm going to make a prediction. They want, unless they don't want their jobs, they will tow the company line. If, here's the thing: if you don't tow the company line as a reporter, off the record. Here's the thing: if you don't tow the company line as a reporter, they don't give you a press pass. No more questions. No suit for you. That's the way it is. There,
0: man. I, I tell you. I tell you. Paul, what 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 type it would of be
1: the
3: funniest thing in the world though. It'd be the funniest thing in the I world if you try and I want to hear the excuses. I want
1: to hear the excuses. Honestly, I would never play that on the air. Because no. I wouldn't want somebody to lose their job over talking that's, to us.
0: That's, cor- that's correct. That yeah. is why a lot of times yeah. when we reach out to people like that, You know, we always preface it. I always preface it when we reach out. I'm like, hey, I don't want to put your job in danger. I <laughs> preface it like that. You think I'm kidding you? When no. we spoke to Steph, and I'm like, hey, dude, I know sometimes we're not good to associate with. If you don't want to come on for that reason alone, do not associate. Because I don't want somebody to lose a yeah. job for that.
3: Yeah, me neither, but I, I, I just want to hear the excuses. I want to hear what the, either the company's thinking or the, what they're trying to think in their head of how to spin this into the greatest thing, the greatest day in Islanders history since we won our fourth family Cup. Well, Paul, thank I you. I also want to hear that. Paul, right,
0: Paul, thank you so much for calling in, Paul. I appreciate it. We got calls bleeding in, but thank you, Paul, for being the first caller, Paul. Thank you so much, my Your friend. pancake. Our first pancake. It was a good pancake, Grumpy. You didn't have it to throw good. any pancakes away there. Now, here's the one thing I will say: it's it's almost repugnant if you were to hear the company line. It's going to be like it's going to be vomit-inducing.
1: Nobody bringing this. Do we believe in this group? We believe in this core. We're expanding the core. What is he doing now? He lost the second pancake. No, I,
0: I, didn't, I didn't lose anything, Grumpy. Jesus, how many more times I got to tell you this, Grumpy? You keep on looking I have I'm letting the person know who called in that I, I will be picking up their phone call because I've got to click a button to accept the men, and then I want to let them know, hey, I'll be linking everything together. Give me one okay. second. So I let them know that, Grumpy. Okay, you are
1: all, right. ah. all right. Calm down, calm down.
0: Hey, you're live here with TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. Who do we have calling in? See, that's why I need to let them know, Grumpy, that exact reason. So we just lost a call there, Grumpy. What a shock. Your ass, your ass is the problem. How many calls can you put in the queue? How many calls? I can't can you put ask? any calls in the fucking queue. This
1: is not like a. Who do you think I am, Grump? What do you think this is? Somebody Grumpy? should know how to handle a phone call. What the hell are you looking at now? <laughs> I'm going right. to. The, I'm going to read comments till the next call comes
0: in. Grumpy, the next call is already in. Okay, I, I don't go. know what to tell you.
1: Let's go. <laughs> twice. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Yeah,
0: it's Lincoln. Give me a sec. God
1: Come damn. on, link it in, man. You know, when I get a little spinning, let go. I'm, we want an event.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. Fuck. Oh, give me a sec here. I tell you, oh, I'm just getting like a spinning wheel of death. So give me a sec. It's, it's trying to link in. I don't know what to tell you well, here. It links I'm, in.
1: I'll stop my reading the comments.
0: I swear, you. I'm gonna kill you, Grump.
1: Emmanuel says, "Good evening, gents." Grump, how badly I'm gonna
0: mute I'm seriously gonna mute you, Grumpy, if you're gonna be reading comments like that. I'm trying to get this set up. Please, please, please. I need oh, to focus. Well, he's in dead hey, air God, no and the Grumpy dead air
1: is no one's friend.
0: We're we're you're live here with TJ and the Grumpy man. Who do we have calling in?
4: Hey, what's up, guys? This is uh, Charlie. Is this the suicide hotline?
1: Please this, don't put me on hold.
0: This is this is yes, <laughs> <laughs> this is a suicide hotline. How can put we help on
1: hold? Very good. I love it. I love the humor <laughs> yeah. today. Charlie, are you happy? Hey, that's a Rodney Dangerfield line, so I got to give him credit. But, yes, uh, yes.
4: Guys, um, it, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, seven years for these guys, you know what's going to happen, year four, year five, they're going to end up having to buy out. Lou don't give a damn because he's not going to be around, and whoever takes over is going to have to clean up all this mess that Lou's doing. He's just trying to hold down the fort for the owners so they don't have a totally empty arena. But the reality is, they got nothing in the prospects, as we all talked about. They're holding on to these Jags, and you know what? They're trying to, sell, trying to have an arena filled, but it's going to be half filled. So it's like, you know, you've got to be smarter than this. So to me, it's just unbelievable that the owners are sitting there that are supposedly business savvy who put all this money into this franchise and they see what Lou's doing, and they can't sit there and figure it out. Holy shit. This ain't going to work. So I would love for Malkin and, and Ledecky to have a town hall and let us tee off on them because, <laughs> if you know, Lou is just out of it. He, I don't know who's worked, Biden or Lou. I really don't at this point. So, you know, guys, I, I'll let you shoot it out, but it's unbelievable. And you, you guys are absolutely right. The next five to ten years, we're, we're, we're in that stock zone. There's That's no doubt funny. about it. And we're what craze are we going to and the be? We could possibly get him, but I'm not going to hold my breath, you know. And he does come here. So we have what? Barzell, Corvette, the Okay, good. But now, you know what? Is that going to improve the power play? I sure as I hope so. Is the coaching staff going to be up to par? I sure as I hope. We're still going to be a slow and old team. So, you know, it's just – and you see Klingberg out there. You see Duchesne out there. Not to say that none of them would have came here, you don't know, but I guarantee you, Lou didn't even try. to. That's try. right. You didn't. That's right, he, Charlie. He, he was sleeping. He was sleeping. He, he was taking his afternoon nap <laughs> by the time they were fine. So that's right, Charlie. So I will let you guys go. I, I, I'm flipping out myself, but I got to get over because at the end of the day, we all have to get go to work, and you know what? They're getting their millions, and we're sitting here. And we're we're pissed off like it's like it's you know our kids <laughs> or something, but. At the end of the day, it is what it is, man. But it's infuriating it's, it's because we couldn't to, to what Grumpy said a couple of years ago. We could have really started setting ourselves up for something. That's but right. now we're going in the reverse direction. That's so. right.
1: Thank guys, you so thanks, much, Charlie. Guys, have an awesome show. Thanks, Thank you so thanks much. Um, we try. appreciate the call. Charlie is not happy.
0: Char- no, Charlie sounded happy, Grumpy. What are you talking
1: about? Do you didn't think Charlie sounded happy? He said, the, he said he'd rather go to work than roof of the islanders is what he said at the end. He'd rather work
0: jesus i tell you it's uh i don't blame him there grumpy i mean like it's uh oh damn i'm sorry it's we got an, we got another person already linked in grumpy because we're going to talk about here in a second once kind of calls start to slow down a bit the the brink hat thing is not going to happen i know that that's that's where the rumors are but that's i'll, I'll tell you kind of listen to what they talk about on hl radio it's not the islanders are not the favorite to get him but hey you're live here with tj and the grumpy old man who do we have calling in
5: oh i think uh grumpy knows me he knows my profile picture very well
0: <laughs> i don't know who this is
5: who is lupin this? ranger oh lupin, lupin R- ranger, ranger. red lupin Day, ranger. The red
1: lupin power ranger long time no year no that's not pa- it's not
5: Power rangers it's kaito Sentai lupin ranger oh, that's right that was the hentai thing
1: That was that's where the hentai. Yeah, that's
5: the real thing. That's it. That's the Japan version of Super Sentai, the real thing.
1: That's it. Power
5: Rangers is based off Sentai footage. Yes. And they cast American actors to play characters and write their own. All all
1: right, all right. Get out of the weeds (laughs) on that. I don't care about that. Uh,
0: What do you What do you think about the signings?
5: What do you think about the signings that we have? Oh, I do know i I do know a couple people that are happy about them. The ones that got the contract, That's right. sure, yeah. Ingvall is probably very excited that he's going to be there for seven years with that money. And then you got, you know, Varley, uh, who I'm, i actually okay with Varley. I don't understand the four years. Like two or three would have been okay, but the four years is kind of worrisome. But at least it's a, at least a friendlier deal with the with the money. Two point seven five for four great. years
1: for a backup. He's not even going to play a full season. Well, He's not even going to play 80 games over four years.
5: Well, if if Sorokin, knock on wood, gets injured, I mean, he might be able to step up. But I think the whole Russian connection is why they're keeping him around for longer. It's because Sorokin and him, you know, they say Varley has been such detrimental for Sorokin's ability to play in the States now for our
1: team. You know what they do? You're no.
0: a fucking adult. We CJ, I, we like, just moved. We just moved Romanoff onto the team for the same damn thing. I'm you know sorry. What? I'm, I'm not. am buying it. Do? You
1: don't know, know what birds do. They kick their uh, little things out of the nest before they could barely fly. Get out there, buddy. Sorokin's been on this team for what four years now? Five two, years? Four years. Let's move on. Sorry.
5: That's true. I do hope we get to bring it though. That would be nice. I've seen so much talk today. Oh yeah, look, we're gonna get we're gonna I'm thinking. I'm not getting my hopes up. We've no. been so much. You know, this is like a, a. I heard somebody said that this is like, you know, uh, what is that when they when you're at a wedding left at the altar. We've there so many times. There's also been, um, what's the other one? There's another person that said that you know it's just like that. We've been down this road, and I was like, no, this is an oval racetrack every fucking time, just around and around, same bullshit. Last year we thought we had Cabri, we thought we were gonna get was it? I think it was Cabri, and then we thought we were gonna get uh, Goudreau... Before that, with Panarin,
2: oh yeah, and
5: Parasinko, all that stuff. You know, it's just it's and we it's, it's we, really depressing. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, we're it, not. It's so damn depressing.
0: We're not. We're
5: not going to make that, that
0: move. As I was about to say, you look at like. NHL radio says that Stevie Y is closing in on a deal for him. Uh, Here's the thing. Detroit has a lot more they can give up regarding assets than what the Islanders can.
1: Okay. Here's the thing with Detroit. Detroit is absolutely, they've been kicking around the players for years. They, They are, they have to make playoffs next year.
0: I think, yeah, they, they're in yeah. a spot where Stevie Y wants to keep his job. Maybe he says, we need to add a piece that goes ahead and has an immediate immediate impact. He doesn't, you know, you can't say, hey, we're coming in here. I'm going to be the help, with, help put the franchise on the right track, even with the cachet he built up as the next, you know, Red Wing. You can't say we're not making a postseason for four or five years in a row and saying, oh, everything is okay. Trust me. Because guess what? When that yeah. happens with the guy who comes in after Lamarillo, we're all going to be wanting his mm. head too, just like I'm sure maybe they want
5: Stevie Y's head. Well, unless the only way I think we can maybe get him is if Lou overpays a little bit, I think you know, like they're saying, Joe, Wallstrom, and all that. You know, if we want to free up cast space, I don't really want to move Lee because he's you know he's our captain. He's, he's a good person. You know, you don't, but you got to put that aside. So, I mean, if we can move Lee, it's not and a freaking Padgell Girl Scout troop. Space, <laughs> what's that?
1: This is not a Girl Scout troop. What do you think? It's, it's not, a, it's girl not a Girl Scout troop. I mean, I could care less about that he's a good guy. I don't care. I want somebody who can produce on the ice.
5: <laughs> True. And Toronto just got Ryan Reeves. So losing Roscoe a little bit would worry me, you know, because Roscoe, when he's, on the, when he's on the team, we usually put him out against, you know, like Tom Wilson, you know, and then now they got Reeves in Toronto. And now, you know how Toronto is with us with Tavares. So I'd be a little bit, you know, if we didn't have Roscoe, you know, I don't know if we get fully easier.
0: Mm. Yeah. I I think, you know, here's, here's the thing. I think we're in a spot to where it's, it's cemented us into exactly who we are currently and who will be for, for years to come, unfortunately. And, you know, we're, we got a whole bunch of guys that are on the wrong side of the age pole and, uh, don't have a lot of young guys to replace with. And that's, that's where I worry. I mean, I'm
5: 37. I couldn't do it. I'm 37 years old and I couldn't skate one shift on the ice. And, You know, these guys are still out there, and it's just, you know, it's just, it's, you know, I suffer with depression, and the Islanders aren't helping very much, especially on days like this. That's why you need to listen to this show.
1: That's why you listen to this show.
0: Yeah, we gave so many positives. Yeah, I hear you. What do you think? And I said we got so many positive things to say about the animals. No,
1: That's- we let you vent. We can vent and be unhappy to bring you oh, out yeah. any, any depression. Hey, which we're sorry about, by the way. But here's the thing: I'll yell yeah. in dream for you. Anything to make anything. Like I said, yeah. Red Loop Power Ranger is the best one of all.
0: Th- thanks so much, Jay Red Ruben <laughs> Langer, Ranger, for calling in. Thank thanks, you, DJ. Thanks. Thanks, no CJ.
5: problem. All right, take care, guys. I hope we get to bring it. Just brush fingers, man.
4: Okay. Yep, we will. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks, bye. bye.
0: Grumpy, I tell you, it's it. I think here's the thing. I think had if we did get him, he makes We're an immediate impact,
1: right? He does. Him.
0: We're I, not that's my. Point. Him. We're not getting him. We. I don't wanted even,
1: Sean Monahan. We couldn't even get Sean Monahan to come here on one. He,
0: he already signed Grumpy. You know. I so know
1: we couldn't even get him for a, here for a one-year deal for two million. You think the Brink hat's going to come here? It's not coming here. Oh, How much yeah. more do we have to offer him to get him to stay?
0: Nine and a half, maybe more. Hey, you're live here with TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. Who do we have calling in?
6: Hi, this is Barry. Um, I'm actually I'm living right now in Florida in the West Palm Beach area, but I am from Long Island, and uh, I actually help um, put together the of Meetup group down here. And a bunch of guys down here are um, obviously uh, – mixed about how Lamorello's tenure's gone so far. I happen to be in the middle between you and them. Uh, I'm one extreme today. I was watching while I was working at home and the NHL Network. This is all you need to know about what happened today. NHL Network literally gave the Islanders zero, zero time to discuss anything that was going on at least from what I saw and when the signings did come in, nothing. They didn't even mention the Islanders if you guys wanted to talk about the Brinkett deal. I'm sorry, excuse me. Rumor. Because they know that it's not going to happen.
2: Yeah.
6: Like, we have a million dollars left, and Lamorello said, and I'm not going to misquote him, but he said something to the effect of if Zach Carisi wants to come back as an Islander, he's welcome to be here. Mm -hmm. Meaning, that is his fallback plan to doing nothing, because the idea of potentially having saved money and maybe getting a Tarasenko or somebody to that effect in the UFA market gone. Because I agree with what you guys said about the term. I could not believe when I saw seven, seven, seven. Like I, I just was like, why can't? Why couldn't he have been signed for? In this case, uh, Pierre Engel, three, four. I would even say five years. I'll just go over the top five years. Oh, five. So you gave, so you gave a guy who had virtually no body of work before he was an a new guy owner, a seven year deal. I don't even care if he is projected to be a top six forward. He has yet to do anything to earn the term. I get it. The 3 million, three and a half million I get it. It's probably on par with what he probably would, what he should and might get out in the market. Nonetheless, not a good, not a good term. Yes. In the case of Mayfield, I think that they looked inwards and said, well, we really don't imagine Luke Baldu coming up unless it's an injury or maybe something else goes on. But they almost put themselves back up against the wall defensively, and they almost were forced to sign Mayfield because you didn't get rid of him during the trade deadline. So you pretty much knew that he was going to be re-signed. I mean, you kind of had to know bro. a Mayfield didn't get signed. Anybody that was even paying attention had to know, like, that was a done deal. I could not guarantee Pierre Engel per se, but it was more than 50-50 that he was going to probably get signed because, you know, Lou got him and he was, you know, he was going to go in on a friendly deal. And now we know what it is now, so not so friendly as far as the term is concerned. But I I will say this. The Islanders can't even attempt to blow it up. Because there's nothing – you can't turn around and trade Kyle Palmieri and the other $5 million wonders and get back what? I mean, you could do it at the trade deadline maybe and get a second rounder maybe. And then what happens is that you don't actually have a physical player coming back on the roster. So how are you putting a roster together the following year? You're not. Except the only positive going into next year's salary cap-wise is like, happen to follow cap friendly very closely is that we do have okay clutterbuck potentially will be coming off the roster and so will matt martin you're looking at an all but three million dollar increase on top of i think you guys projected and please correct me if i'm wrong that it's going to go up in the neighborhood of four to which i can't believe four to five million dollars the cap is going to go up
0: sure yeah right around there
6: so if you that and you were being you know positive about getting back some money from not re-signing both Clint Buck and Matt Martin. Maybe you have some extra wiggle room next year, but I don't really imagine us competing with another team for the likes of an unrestricted free agent. I think that in the case of Alex DeBrinkett, right, longer, and different, I'm not suggesting that I'm keeping myself higher or low on getting him. Unfortunately, Lamarella pretty much is forced to make a hockey trade because he doesn't have any money. Right. Yeah. Hits. I just want to yeah, say one yeah, thing. I, I
1: appreciate it. Thank you Thanks so much. It. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that, that's okay. Um, thank Thanks you very so much. much. Eric, I'll, I'll mention my comments as soon as, as go we ahead. get off. Go ahead. Um, I just I to clarify, really with, think. with the $4 million increase in the cap, the Islanders are projected to have $5.77 million next year in cap space.
0: Yeah. And, like, you know, when we're, when we're talking, to, we're thinking about, like, he's not, he's not wrong. We are hamstrung to only really making – improvements through hockey trades because we have no cap space and it's going to be the same exact situation where certain contracts just like the bailey contract every year we're going to have contracts upcoming that are looking putrid that's just what it is when you hand out contracts long term the guys who are old veterans that and it just and it just just aren't that good Exactly. The likelihood that a few of those are going to be awful is there, and you're going to be having to give up draft pieces to continue to run on and tread water to where maybe we can make the postseason. Maybe we're going to give up another second and third round pick. Maybe we can make the
1: postseason again this year. It's the same shit. Blow it up and move on. Oliver Ekman Larson to Florida one year, 2.25 million.
0: Cheap. That's the guy I wanted, right? Cheap, cheap. Hey, James, you're here with TJ Negrupio, man. How are you?
4: Hey, what's going on? Well, I was talking to my Pittsburgh co workers and I was kind of laughing at them about the Tristan Jari deal, and (laughs) most of them are not happy because of the five years. And then, you know, so I'll talk to a buddy after work about, you know, players I wish they saw, in like Sorokin. And then as soon as I left, I saw the uh, thing on uh, Sorokin being so, which I'm happy. I think. I would have loved to, have, like like you said, Grumpy. I think they should have gave him, you know, most of the money to him, and whatever's left over, give it to Mayfield and and Barley. I mean, um, I keep telling my my uh, Penguins fans that, you know, you guys could have Barley, but I guess Barley didn't want to go anywhere. But four years? No, that's that's too much. A guy at his age, you know. And then let me tell you we better hope Sorokin doesn't get hurt. Because he doesn't get hurt. I mean, he gets hurt. I mean, <laughs> real trouble. You're a rely on Varley, you know? And, um, yeah, and then I got home and my son uh, texted me about Mayfield, seven years, like, that's 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 just way too much. I mean,
3: what's going to
7: happen when, when the guys that they drafted
4: and they come up and then their
1: contract is up well, we not, very, they must suck, we're not, not suck yet, really James, we're not
0: we're not concerned about the guys that we're drafting the guys that we're drafting have i mean zero a very low chance of making any impact in the NHL so they're not worried about integrating them in but the problem you're going to have is all of these foregone draft selections where you're supposed to be rebuilding the team and having hopefully new young legs that could come in on entry-level contracts to enter in, you're not going to have any of those, at least of quality. So you're Mm going to be rolling out teams that, I mean, are absolutely miserable in a few years, and it's like, Again, you know, Lou Lou will not be with the franchise seven years from now. So, hey, it gets his immediate want done. He could go ahead and keep the cap hit low on guys like Mayfield and guys like Angval by giving him seven-year contracts. Man, what does it matter to him? He won't be here seven years from now.
1: Yep.
4: Oh, why, why is it up to us to give, like you guys said, why are these guys get these long-term and no other teams do that?
1: They're I mean, smarter than we are. Their GMs, yeah. GMs aren't 927 years old. He's living in the old paradigm when free agency first started that, you know, hey, everybody gets a big, long deal. Lock them in forever. 30-year-olds, give them seven-year deals. Everyone else says, hey, you know what? That's yeah. pretty dumb. That's really dumb. And I mean, you, look, you, look see look the, you see look it look now. Guy. That the yeah, Jonathan, Quick, the on the Jonathan okay. Quick on the cheap.
0: Jonathan Quick on the cheap.
1: What happened to Hallock? What happens to him? Where did he go? To who? I don't know. I don't know where Halak.
0: Oh, Halak. is finished. Yeah, Halak is towards the end. They upgraded with their backup goalie. They went ahead and said, Blake Wheeler. Here's another upgrade for cheap on the real cheap side. So it's right. crazy. Some teams right. are able to go ahead and make that happen. Some teams are able to go ahead and and exploit, you know, the fact that there are players out there that are vets that have still, you know, stuff left in the tank that are going to be able the same way kind of we did the same way we kind of did here with Zach Parise. But except they were able to do it with Blake Wheel, they were able to do it with Jonathan Quick. The list goes on and on. But, yeah, James, I tell and you. We don't, know,
4: we, we don't know. We don't know Parise and Palmieri. What, 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 are, we, what are they going to announce their retirement? Are they going to do it well, when training camp starts. I mean, you got to let us know. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: yeah. I, 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 he's, not, he's not coming and back. And
4: who allows this to happen,
1: too? Yep. From he's allowing I, this, to, you know?
2: Yeah,
4: he's letting the
1: players on any other team. He's letting the players. He's letting the players dictate to him. Thank you so much, James. Exactly. We got more phone calls. Okay. Thanks, Thank James, you so for calling.
0: Thank you, man. Thank yeah, you. I was about to say he's letting the players dictate, but like I, from what I understand, Parise is probably not coming back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to say something about Barry before we get the next call. He said he's like the middle of the road guy. I don't know what road they're traveling down there in Florida, but it's more to the negative side. I just want to say. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know how you can be too
0: positive, right? No, it's
1: impossible. And that's it's impossible.
0: And here we go. Hold on. I tell you, it's, we're gonna. I feel like we're gonna have calls coming in nonstop, grumpy, and that's that's good. So again, I, for everybody who's trying to call in, please be patient. Um, we're trying to get everybody linked in here. Um, and again, if we, we just can't, I don't want to hear like the call waiting sound here on there. But hey, you're live here with TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. Who do we have calling in?
5: Hey, this is a good, good Guy.
0: Hey, what's up, Goon Goon? Oh, look, at Goon Goon, Goon Goon. Oh, it's Goon, Goon Goon. Goon Goon, how do you feel about these contract extensions we've handed out today?
4: Uh, let's just say I have a very, very sharp gas pants right now.
1: Got a cold. Goon Goon's got a cold.
0: <laughs> Goon Goon does have a cold.
4: <laughs> Either that or he's got a. Whenever, 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 whenever Little Amarillo makes a trade, or excuse me, does a major signing like this, he usually gives me a cold. <laughs>
0: It makes well, him maybe, sick.
1: Maybe he's just talking like this.
0: <laughs> Grumpy, can't you tell? That's our president, Joe Biden, who's speaking. He's calling in. He's a huge fan, Grumpy. He's got to be incognito, Grump. Oh, but, sorry. Yes, Grumpy. yes. Yes, Grumpy.
4: Grumpy, Grumpy. I would never bullshit a bullshitter. I'm really a sick.
0: <laughs> very good. <laughs> but, Goon Goon, so. Oh, listen,
4: uh, guys, uh, listen, I have some very, very important questions for you tonight. Uh, okay. Grumpy, if. If, if a little amarello ever invites you out to dinner, would you accept?
1: Yes. Absolutely. What would you think? I love okay. I love picking on old people. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, would you would you order for him or I mean would you also pay the, the bill? I mean, how would
1: uh, you no no him? here's the thing. If you're inviting me to dinner, you're paying. If I invite you to dinner, I pay
0: okay there it is there it is. and I'll, I'll tell you this much too after all the heartache and misery that we're going to be enduring as an islander fan lou should be footing that bill even if i invite him to dinner. Now, here's, the, here's the
1: thing if tj comes over the house he just expects me to pay him for his meal
0: <laughs> bullshit
1: that's, that's the way the new genera the older generations is hey i invite you somewhere it's on my nickel you invite me it's on your nickel that's the way it is
0: uh huh. yeah
2: okay. but
4: good right, also I
1: have a second I have a second question. This, this question is be
4: for you, TJ. Uh, regarding the new Raiders of the Lost Ark movie, is there a chance of you going to see it dressed as Indiana Jones?
0: I didn't even know they had a new movie. It was funny. I was eating lunch, and I was right next to a movie theater. And I was like, damn, I haven't been to a movie theater in two years. I'm like, what movies are out here? And I'm like, I could I'm like, what the hell are these movies? I just was like, no. It's Indiana Jones. Yeah, I was about to say they all look like they had yeah, like but, here's the thing. Spider-Man or something.
1: No, yes, into the Spider- no. Here's the thing with the Indiana Jones movie: they got Fleabag, Phoebe Waller Bridge. Uh, she comes in; she's going to be like the new uh, Indiana Jones, but she's a horrible. Ca- she's just a horrible person in the movie. Not not relatable to at all.
0: Well, Dungun, any last questions you've got here for us, or thoughts yeah, about pilot. these trades or sig or signings?
1: Well, and the
4: question I had is more food-related, Does anyone really use margarine anymore? Ugh, no. Maybe
1: for cookies. Maybe there's like cookie recipes where you use margarine. That's about it. <laughs> okay. All
4: right, well, guys, uh, the very last thing I just want to say tonight is uh, Bridgeport sucks, Bridgeport sucks, Bridgeport sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: they do. <laughs> Thanks so much, Goon Goom, for calling in. <laughs> Thanks, man. I tell you, Bridgeport
4: sucks,
3: Bridgeport sucks, Bridgeport sucks. They do suck.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you look at the you look at the Ekman Larson deal, and sure. it's like that's like peanuts for a one year deal. Yeah, they're looking to cash in next year. I just feel like we're just so beyond. We're like so behind the curve on what everyone else is doing, whether it's the type of players we pick up or the type of contracts we sign. It's like we're five years behind everyone else. It's,
0: you know, we're, we're living in this antiquated, uh, we've got an antiquated approach to a modern NHL. I, I mean, that's about the only way you can put it in. But, hey, you're live here with teaching the Grumpy Old Man. Who do we have calling in today? D-Cut.
7: Oh, D-Cut. My, the return D- of D-Cut. Holy shit. <laughs> D-cut. Now,
0: let, me, let me
7: explain something to you, Grumpy. <laughs> I've been calling on and off for the last 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> when Kugel asked you to say your name, the only way I got through is I said Phil Spack. <laughs> <laughs> <And 22.
2: laughs>
7: oh, God. So, so you know, I could always, I, look, TJ, not not bad on the mic, but there's no way he's ever outsmarting me, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Where have you been? Heard. Where you been? We haven't heard from you in forever. We thought you died. We put you out in the milk carton, man. Uh, I, I
7: I've been off the radar. I was I was at Game Six. After that, I said I'm not touching any shows, anything. I I've been pretty much off the radar. You know, still making appearance on Owl's Misery once in a while what a wise comment or two. But that's <laughs> that's about it. That's about it. Uh, as far as these moves, they're self-explanatory. You, you don't need me to tell you they're shitty, but. You know what? I'm not surprised, and I'll tell you why. Over the last week, I've been talking to BP, another one of your DOGs, another OG. Oh, yeah. And I told him, I said, I said, look, history always repeats itself. What Lou's going to do is he's going to give these guys six or seven-year year, year, uh, deals to keep the AV down, at least in his mind, and, and boom, today, whatever, 5, 5.30, when they came in, I wasn't shocked. And Lou, from the minute he's been here, The best adjective to call him, lazy. If you think about all his moves from day one until now, he takes the path of least resistance. Bam. That is
1: exactly what I was going to say. The path of least resistance. Very good, D-Cut.
7: Yeah. I mean, look, fires, traps, who does he hire? His assistant. The guys (laughs) he brings in, he knows from Toronto. He knows from New Jersey. So basically, you know, all the guys he brought in in terms of John McLean, right? He lost the power play guy uh, in July last year. Who does he bring in? That bald-headed jerk, John McLean. So he's a lazy old man who will always take the path to leave. And you could steal that from me, Grumpy, and make it your own. The path to leave resistance. I believe me. Be I, was thinking,
1: you. I was thinking that before <laughs> you said it. <laughs>
7: Yeah, you know, you, you, you've you taken so many of my lines over the years that there, there'll just be another one for you. Ow!
1: It's true, I do that.
7: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so look, we're going to be battling for the 8th seed again next year. It's going to be the same nonsense for the next four or five years, and we're just going to have to live with it. So, look, that's why I run a group called Owl's Misery. You know, you guys say never say die. Maybe it's time to die. because oh! We're never winning a Stanley Cup. <laughs> And uh, you'll you'll, you'll hear me from time to time. Like I said, I've been off the grid, Facebook, anything, Twitter. I mean, I've just been on the last week or so, just getting back in in the scheme of things. So you guys do well. I hope your families are doing well, and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank Thanks you, so G-Cut. much, D
0: Cut, here for the call as always. Again, I, one of the one of the OG callers in, OG Grumpy. Great.
1: Thank you for the comedic stylings of D Cut. Thank
0: you. I tell you, Grumpy and Grumpy always love Grumpy's an honorary member of Isles Misery Rated
1: right. R. TJ, not so much.
0: Yeah, I was about to say me and those guys uh, Isles misery rated R. I've been I've been so happy lately. I haven't had to mix it up with the Owls Misery Rated R crew. Now, All joking aside. I mean, it's a it's a great community. You gotta say what you want. You don't have to worry about people saying, Oh, you're too negative. We're cutting you out, or anything like that. So, you know, that that's at least nice about you know what they've got going on there on Facebook. Um, but Grumpy, we got another call in here. Hold on one second, I'm about to link it in. Um Hey Drew, you're live here with TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. How are you this evening?
3: I'm pretty good. How about
8: you guys?
0: Doing well. I was about to say he got he got back from Disney World today. Grumpy, he was on the happiest place on earth, but I wonder what that did um, compared to uh, you know uh, what signings the had. If that made what the happiest place on earth was a melancholy situation, Drew.
8: You know, all I just gotta say is it's a good day. To be a Knicks fan. It's surely not to be an Islanders fan.
0: I was about to say, what did you think about those deals? What do you think about those contract extensions?
8: I mean, do I even need to state them? They're horrible. (laughs) I mean, you know what? what, I just realized something while I was at Disney World, and I've been thinking about this for quite a while. Is it just me, or does it seem like any GM that's in a New York sports organization right now seemingly hasn't mentally progressed past like 2010 because of all the moves they make all the signings they make how they manage stuff it just seems like they're stuck in the past yes yes and not just including the islands. you got the yankees you got you know even somehow even the Knicks included even though today i kind of liked what they did but nonetheless i'm gonna get off that but no i mean at the end of the day i'm not just i'm not investing my time in the islanders I mean, I'll, obviously I'm going to tune in with you guys and stuff like that, but it's going to be the same stuff I'm going to do with the Yankees. I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed, and I'm not investing my time in the team anymore considering the direction that this franchise is in, I'm not watching any of the games. I'm not going to buy any tickets to the games. I'll be over in Japan before I even remotely sniff watching the Islanders again. So, yeah.
0: The writing's the writings on the wall, right? I don't blame fans for having that that feeling and reaction because the looks like the writings stuff. you see that hey could we make an improvement could our team find ways to improve maybe small pockets we we came up with a very a temporary plan that lasted all about a day or two until everything fell apart um but i mean the route to improve is so small because of what actually we have and what we can do and, and it's just like you see us saying well we're gonna give away a second-round pick to give get away Josh Bailey just so we can re-sign back the same exact crew, and we can give them all seven-year contract extensions so they can live in the cul-de-sac for the rest of their life. It's it's tough. It's tough as a fan to see that, you know. I, so it's you know it it's tough. I, what do you have to say about that, Crump?
1: I want to say you know Drew did the five st- you know the five stages of uh, grief, grief. Um, you know denial. He wasn't. He kind of passed, skipped out that. anger. He was angry. He didn't even bother bargaining. Went right to depression and acceptance. So I appreciate that, Drew. I do. He's. A, I can tell. Drew yeah. A, you know, it's just. I mean, I'm
8: not even like. I'm just in the yeah, like I said, I'm in the acceptance stage at this point. And like, I'm like at the end of the day, listen, all I know is three to four years from now, we're going to be looking at this team, and we're going to be hoping to scratch like a Jeff Campbellini that will is a bottom six guy. We'll be playing on our top six as a young player because we had no draft picks and they're going to be brought up prematurely to the team. And they're going to be playing and they're going to look like ass playing the entire time. I'm just waiting for it at this point. Like I said, I'm not like, am I going to keep reiterating it? I'm not investing my time in the Islanders going forward. That's it. These signings just confirmed that we have beta male cuck owners who will not step in to help this team progress. And they simply do not care to progress the team. They just don't. They, they'd rather just tell the company alignment actually do what's right for the fan base. And it's sad. You know, I think if you really want to make change now, this is a time to boycott. But we all know the fan base is not going to do that. No. They're going to buy their tickets. They're going to sell their season tickets. They're going to go into the stadiums because, hey, we're so good. We love to get in the playoffs. We can in. And I just don't see it that way.
0: I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. And that's... Huh. It's a thing, again, the unfortunate thing about sports is even when you feel like you're at the end, I'm not going to invest any more time in the Giants. I'm not going to invest any more time in the Mets. Guess what? Being fans, fanatics of the team, no matter what, we always invest time, and it drives us fucking insane. It's the reason why we've had this podcast, and even when the team's in a freaking shit or in a cellar, I always joke around with Grumpy. I said, at that point, I said, we don't need to have a show because our entire point has been proven. And I said, you know what? Here's the thing though, we're still gonna probably have one because we're just gluttons for misery and we love the team. Gluttons for
1: punishment. It's gluttons for punishment. I'm a glutton for, for misery.
0: misery. I'm a glutton for misery, not for punishment. I'm a glutton for misery, grump. Just permanent misery. Anyway, but yeah, that's that's the one thing always about it is you know, we love the team, so we'll always unfortunately find our way back to fully cheering on and supporting them. It's what makes us all Islander fans. So I hope with your yeah, no, quitting sure. of the yeah. islanders. I hope with your quitting of the islanders you stay clean as long as you can, but you'll be back, unfortunately, as we all <laughs>
8: will. I'll be saving a lot <laughs> I'll be saving a lot of mental sanity during that time. It's the same exact reason I'm doing with the Yankees. I've never felt so free, so clear-minded from all the BS that's going because I just know deep down at the end of the day, they don't care. Like, why do why should I invest my time that they're not going to do what's right to make the team better? Yep.
1: Yeah. And and Drew. I'm going to let you go, but here's the thing. You can thank me for not trading low on San- Sandy Al Contrera to guys like Johnny Mac.
3: Oh.
8: Look, he's got, he's, he, like, he's got, like, two more stars to me to actually, like, bear on it. I think I'm just going to hold on to him at this point. But, yeah, I mean, he was a bust. He clearly was a bust. Like, there's no doubt about it. But, yeah, anyway, before I go, grumpy, I got something to tell you. Keep bugging TJ, all right? I love it. All right later
0: man see Fine. you see you drew oh man i tell you it's it, as much as it would be like oh i'm not going to pay attention to the honors and always we love the team we do and even when they piss us off like they do today we always support them
1: yeah and you roof and you hope. Fan. you hope you hope you hope and it just you know your heart your head says one thing your heart says another it's I was
0: about life. to say, that's, that's the thing about being a fan. It's irrational love. That's what love is for anything. It's an irrational support, even when all the signs in your brain say, well, it's not worth you continuing to invest so much time and effort and, and everything resources into supporting this team when they continue just to make you miserable. But you do because you love it. Hey, you're live here with Teach And a old man. Who do we have calling in? You guys already know
4: who this is. It's the number one tour fan. And then the number oh. one dolphin fan oh. in the building. Oh, no, it's, oh, Alexander.
0: it's Alexander. It's Alexander. How are you, Alexander? How are you, Alex?
4: I'm good. I got the baby in my hands, so Ooh. I'm gonna calm down a little bit here, okay? <laughs> because I'm tired of all the negativity surrounding this deal. Which deal are we talking about? I'm on. I'm kind of uh, the challenges. You guys already know. I. I
3: you guys have seen have seen in the comments, okay? And and I'm telling you this. May, who are you going to replace Mayfield
4: with? Who are you going to replace Valamo with? Please don't tell me if Jonathan Quick because Valamo is by a, mi- by a million miles, okay? Quick is 38 years old. Valamo is 34, okay? So don't sit there and tell me that.
3: A ball was on pace for a 50-point season, okay? 3.5 for seven years, not that bad. Seven years for for three and a half, for three something for for Mayfield, not bad at all. Okay, so I don't I don't mind contracts. contract. I give Lua B for today for his for the signing of them. I don't I don't mind
4: I don't mind them at all. Okay, you had to keep Varlamo because of the Sorokin connection. Okay, they Sorokin and Varlamo are like that. They're like brothers. Okay, so you're there's nobody out there that you can replace Varlamo uh, with that's going to give you better. That's gonna give you a better um what better it's gonna be better backup. There's nobody out there by a million miles. So I understand you guys are frustrated. I get it, but I I had enough of the negativity. But hey, I understand. I love you guys. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just I'm just sick of it. Alex, yeah.
1: Alex, we love you too. Oh, it sucks. I mean, how how soon before yeah. he gets hurt? Second week, week three, maybe. Not- I don't know.
0: It's coming up soon, Grumpy. But uh, here, here's the thing. Like, I kind of break it down. Like, I, I don't mind how much money we gave up to the sign these players. That's not what I'm concerned about. I thought, uh, on the surface level, I thought that Mayfield was a guy who's going to be earning around four to four and a half. I thought he'd be getting a yeah, four or five year five deal. Million. Yes, he did. Well, here's no, no, no. He didn't save anything. He overpaid because he extended him for an extra three years past the contract he should have given him. I'm more concerned with how long yeah. the term of the contract was because there's only 23 open roster spots on a team. And if you've got now eight guys who are tied up for uh, on a 23 man active roster for the next, I don't know, six seven guys, or seven, seven years. guys,
1: seven guys tied up till 28, 29. That's that's like 7 that's like 6 7 years.
0: They're not players that are irreplaceable. It's not like we're tying up Austin Matthews or Mitch Barner or Nylander or Ovechkin or Crosby. We're tying up guys like Pierre Engvall. We're tying up guys like Scott Mayfield, like Bo Horvat. We're not tying up top-tier players in the league. We're tying up guys who are average middle to bottom six guys. Mayfield's a bottom pairing defenseman
4: for us. I, yeah, it months, just, it's just he's been, he's been a better defense He's been a better defenseman than what we have actually hoped for with Mayfield. In yeah, my but, opinion, I think he's
1: actually one of the best defensemen we have. Yeah, but he's a bottom pairing you know, guy and, going forward. He's a he's a he's a bottom pairing guy. I love Scott, I love Scott Mayfield. Love him that. But but you want to know what? He's a bottom pairing guy. You can't pay a bottom pairing guy who's gonna be 37 years old when his contract expires uh for seven years. Just can't do it. And the same thing with Engval. Three million dollars, okay, for three years, two three years, that's fine. Varlamov, I totally disagree with you on because Auntie Ranta signed a one-year deal for one point five. Auntie Ranta is a better goalie than Semyon Varlamov. I think oh, maybe he's I trash, think
4: that's... Grump. Come on, okay. I, th- I, th- I think... Varlamov
1: right? and Varlamov just. I don't want. To... I, I don't want to... I you've don't... upset the baby, Grumpy. Look
0: what you've done. You've upset the baby, Grumpy.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't want to correct you on your math already 35, so he'll be 39 when his contract is up. <laughs> he, he may retire before this contract is
4: up. I mean, but here's why I sit down. I'm gonna let you guys go, and i will start to keep it up. Hey, hey, Alexander. So exactly. Hi to
1: the family. And we'll talk to you
0: later. Thanks, Alexander. Thanks for calling in, man. Bye. I was about to say, yeah, it's you know, he'll he's not gonna leave early. I. And again, like I, like, I know we this still, we're
1: still on the hook for the full deal because he's over 35 when he signs the contract. Correct. Correct. So it, uh, you got to keep, I mean, what if, he said in, he said in February, I want to stay here. I want to stay here. You knew that what that meant he was staying way <laughs> too much money for way too long a time.
0: for a guy who is at the tail end. He's, is a, back,
1: he's a backup. He's hey, like a you're, backup.
0: Live, you're live with TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. Who do we have calling in?
1: Mm-hmm.
9: Nope, 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 nope.
4: You know, Fredo's cat Felix needs a seven-year deal. I'm 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 signing it right now. Of outside of uh, my packet of geritol and my bottle of milk and magnesia mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, I used to drink amaretto and sambuca, but it makes me crack my depend So I have to stick. With milk of magnesia, you know, guys, we got to start a fantasy hockey league this fall, or I'm going to lose my mind.
0: <laughs> we'll do, we'll do a fantasy. We did one in the past, but it's like, uh, it's, please,
4: I'm begging you guys.
0: We'll do, we'll I'm do a fantasy hockey you. this year.
1: I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a little hint. When you do a fantasy hockey league draft, and I shouldn't be giving away my secrets, you never draft an Islander ever.
8: <laughs> well, I think, I think that's, I, I, I think that uh, doesn't even need to be. Verbalized at this point. I just say, you, you know, look, like, I'm not going to get into the state of the franchise
4: right now because everybody else will do that for me. I, I just, the real reason why
8: I actually called is because I'm, I'm, I'm going to plead with you guys to save, save my sanity and, and <laughs> allow me to enjoy hockey
3: this year. And, and but, you know, if you, if you want, I'll start the league or if you guys want
4: to start it, fine. But I, I need an outlet and, and I just can't, I can't do this with the uh with the current state of affairs with this team okay
0: so hey we're gonna we'll make one i just my lazy ass has to do it i mean like that's probably the best way to put it is that i just i need to make sure i i do it i just can't be lazy <laughs> okay, I, I will do thank it you. i will do it i will do it this year i hope i'm gonna actually do it grumpy you're gonna have to hold me to this grumpy
1: i told you to do one last if year you, you told me i'm not doing it
3: it, 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 if it helps your motivation in the dog days of like the
8: winter, when you know it seems like the NHL season doesn't go anywhere, I'll send you three. I'll I'll make three minute clips of of like hot stove hockey stuff to kind of keep you into it. Because I <laughs> hockey's my favorite
4: sport, as you guys know. I think.
2: Yeah.
0: That's absolutely, but yes. So you don't want to touch on the Islanders uh, re resignments. No, he said he
3: didn't awesome. want to. <laughs> I mean, I, look, it's, it's, it's lunacy. I mean, what is there to say? I I can't. There are fans out there who are celebrating
0: this and Alexander's not the only one I know. I damn well know once the, once the Sabbath ends, I know that Phil's facts will be celebrating every fucking thing that Lou Lambertoe did. Not for
3: nothing. I look, I don't know Phil's facts personally, but he seems like a prankster to me. Uh, You know, (laughs) it's, it's, you know, he, but the, to, per, like, to have
4: an
8: online presence and inten- intentionally manipulate people to paint both sides of the fence. I, I, look, I get it. It's his game. That's, that is what it is. I don't really like it, to be honest, but he's probably a nice guy,
4: but, yeah. I, but I, there's nothing, nothing serious that I can say about the state of affairs right now that isn't, you know, in, it, that isn't addiction inducing, so I just I'm going to avoid it for tonight and let everybody else get there. Their, you go, get their frustrations <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, All right. thanks let for calling
2: in. We
0: will have, have, have we will have a fantasy hockey league this year. We are we're going to have All a right, fantasy so thank hockey
8: league. You have a good night, guys. Right, thank you night.
0: so much for calling in. We're going to have one, Grumpy. I just need you to make sure you stay on my ass
1: about it. We'll have Don't one. Worry. I will. Just
0: like I'm going to stay on your ass about Greg Prado's books, Grumpy. I, how many pages I, I read?
1: I've read Greg's books. They're good oh okay i gotta reach out to greg then i gotta get we gotta get greg all back on the show grumpy yeah i haven't finished the second one i finished the first one so but like i said i'm going to visit tj next week so i'll have plenty of time to read on the plane
0: that's right plenty of time to read grumpy you're gonna be reading all the time over there grumpy we're gonna put you to work when you come here grumpy it's gonna be it's gonna be we're gonna be we're gonna be putting your ass to work grumpy that's all i gotta say um hold on here we go we got I have the call here i think we're getting to a spot to where almost all the calls are caught up with i don't know we'll see and as soon as i say that we'll have an influx um let's see here god okay
1: um good because then i could get some of my favorite hey
0: comments. hey you're live with tj and the grumpy old man who do we have calling in
1: hey guys it's Freedom
9: from adventure otherwise known as george what's up hey dude? george how what's are up? you well guys how are you doing grumpy you okay
1: I, I th- yes, I'm. I'm doing fine. <laughs> All right, and what,
9: what about what about your co-host Chris?
1: uh no, no.
0: Who's Chris?
9: No, Chris, Chris isn't doing too good.
0: Who's Chris?
1: That must be you.
3: Chris Lamarone Chris Bale, right? Oh. <laughs> Fredo. You're Fredo. I guess I'm the Fredo of the
0: podcast.
1: The guy didn't really have his job because of his dad, right? That's okay. It. Well, you've seen how Fredo has been handling the calls. It is like Chris Lamorello over there. Oh, it's fucking! The way stop. He handles Bridgeport.
0: <laughs> fucking stop, please! You're ridiculous. You're ridiculous, Grump. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you, George? What do you I think am. about I these signings?
9: I actually think, uh, I, I, you know, I've been very critical of Lou, and, uh, you know, I thought Lou had a government job where you didn't actually have to show up to work, but, um, you know, today I think he put in good work, the, uh, the contracts don't bother me, um, you know, them off a little bit, but I think Sorokin gave up money, so Sorokin gave up annual money to get his guy to stay, so we have Sorokin cheaper, longer. Um, And the rest of them really don't bother me with the cap going up. They're not going to be an issue if you need to move them down the road. So today, actually, I don't think was bad. You know, we've had some disastrous things, but um, and there are bad contracts. The roster does need to be reshaped. But today not really an issue what came out of today.
0: See, I I disagree a little bit here. Hey, that's
1: a, that's okay. I
0: was about to say that's fine. I you know, I, I do think, wrong,
1: but he's allowed to have an opinion. That's fine.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, I, I look at it like this too. Anytime saying,
1: you're-, you're gonna look differently at the Mayfield contract and the Engvall contract, and absolutely the Varlamov contract two, three years down the line. Absolutely. That's that's it's, it's not yeah, the money. Yeah, for me, it's not Can the money.
9: If you, get if you can answer open, you know, say 2 million or 1 million cheaper per year for more, then that's not bad. And, oh, TJ, oh my God, you guys saying the the Rangers with uh, Quick? Quick has been done for a long time. He He's a backup.
2: He's a and backup. It doesn't
9: matter. He, no, he, he Grubby, Grumpy, you're more of a backup than he is at this point. He is beyond done. Um, they should have stuck with a locker, got somebody else.
0: Here's here's the thing, Jonathan Jonathan Quick. What what do you realistically need Jonathan Quick to be there for? He okay. Think about this. He played. He was still playing as a as a starter for the Kings. Think about that. He was still the starter for the Kings. It's different when you change the mentality. Think about it. before he was traded. He played thirty. He started in thirty one games for the Kings last year.
1: And he's not. I agree. He's not what he he's was. He's a
0: backup. He's a backup. And when you ask a guy to say, "Hey, you're going to be playing once every four nights," Or once every you're playing once every you're playing once every four games, it completely changes the mentality and what they're able to do preparation for the game too. And he's
1: he's eight hundred thousand dollars for one year. Varlamov is two point seven five for four, and he's going to play the same amount of games or less, uh, probably probably the same, same amount of now.
0: the same amount
9: case.
1: yeah. Sure. And I mean,
0: we're paying him more. I'm just I'm it's like no. it's not frugal business. Sure.
9: Well, I, th- I think Barley's going to play a little bit more this year just to keep Sorokin of compressor because I think I think we did see some fatigue on Sorokin in the playoffs. Um, that was a total mishandling of the goalies down there at the stretch by the Islanders. So I think I think Barley will play a little bit more, but like I said, today doesn't bother me. You can get rid of Mayfield and uh, evolve a few years down the road without issue. It, it's not like a league contract. Cool. That is legitimately hard. I mean, there are contracts that you have to worry it's about, what you know, trying to get rid of them down the
1: road. Okay, um, h- here's cool. my thing: you're not going to be able to move them because they're going to be in their 30s and they're going to have term. Look, yes. We just learned from Josh Bailey how Im- how hard it was to move somebody who's no longer useful, who has term one, year, a, a one, year, on one year, one year remaining on his contract,
0: one he year remaining on his contract. Now here's right, right, the thing: right, the cap is going to be right, less. Right,
9: fine. Right. Cap. It was one year at five. Now, when the cap is tight, sure. And and trust me, like I, I used to do contracts for for NFL and and Olympic athletes. So it's one year now when the when the cap is tight, right? Three million when you want to dump in the ball, you know, say four or five years from now, with the cap going up, it, it's really going to be more like a two million dollar contract or a one point five million dollar contract. Here's so, f- like I said. There's a lot that bothers me about this team. The prospect pool, the GM, the GM's freaking bald-headed son, uh, you know, a a bunch of contracts. I mean, there's a lot that pisses me off. But like I said, I don't think today even added to that. I think today overall was was positive. And, you know, I think a lot of our fans grew up as uh, Jets fans and Giants fans and, you know, they don't have a lot of decades of PTSD in the family from watching those things, And, you know, you tend to react to stuff, but I'm not saying it's going to be great in a few years. I'm just saying today really doesn't add to the issues. That's all I'm really trying to say.
0: You. So what you've done today by proxy, as you've said, in the future, I'm going to guarantee to move these players off. I'm going to have to trade away draft capital to do that is what you've done. Because even if no, you're saying it's only about two million, that. even if it's only a two million dollar contract down the road for four years or three years left of Mayfield, he's still not going to be producing at the level, even if that's what the market value is today. You know, maybe if like once the cap continues to increase, you've still guaranteed yourself you're going to have to trade away assets to get rid of a bad contract or get rid of a guy who's sucking up a roster spot, or you're going to waive him and he just counts against your cap. It's just poor management because of how long the contract was. I didn't mind the t- The actual dollars that went to them, the term is what the issue is. And, you know, and I will say this here too, we're in a spot to where this just further goes ahead and prevents any sort of options we have down the road. It does. You know, what what are we going to be able to do to say, oh, great. If these are three or four year deals, you can easily trade away a guy at the deadline on expiring contract. You're going to get assets back. But oh, when you're having to trade away somebody who has term, who no longer has the same value for your team, you're not getting assets. You're having to give up assets. I'm just saying it's bad business.
1: You could have traded. You could yeah, have traded. My new premise was you, you could have moved. You could have moved Mayfield at the deadline and signed him back to the same deal if you wanted. Sure. And got assets back. You could have done that. I would have been fine with that then, too. Oh, I would have loved that.
9: I would have, I would have freaking loved that, and that would have been what a really talented GM that's aggressive would have done. Yeah, and here's the thing:
1: the same thing for Varlamov. No one, and I mean freaking no one, is offering him at 35 years old a four-year contract. That's right. No one is. You could have, you could have moved no, him no, at the deadline. He deadlines. would have got more. He would not have got – Not at 35. Did you see the contracts handed out today? Corpusallo with what 4.5. He's 27 years old.
9: Yeah.
1: He probably got
9: like three and a half, three seven five for for two or three for sure. But, okay. well, I mean, like I said, that's, that's not it. The Mayfield point about trading the barley thing, trading them at the deadline, signing them back, oh man, that would have been so genius because then we would have had some draft picks to restock. But, you know, like I said, I'm not worried about today. I'm worried about the damage that's been done before today. And, you know, in a few years, like Mayfield, if, if he's going to retire, like yeah, he might retire and you don't have a problem. I mean, you'll have to carry some, but it's not as much. Or it's not going to be like freaking Josh Staley, right, where it's like you had to give up
1: a second round pick to get rid of you know him when you're trying it's going to be exactly like Josh he's, he's
0: a six he's a six foot three immobile defenseman who who is not fully to foot and the league continues to move towards speed and skating and we've got a guy who's going to be 34 35 years old who doesn't skate well as the league tries to become less and less physical based and less 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 info or less impact on the physicality This, is, like,
1: this is, here's I'm not I'm not begging on you I swear I'm not this is the same thing we heard. Uh, yeah. This is the same thing we heard about Anders Lee. Yeah, same thing. It's the same thing. And you know what? His contract is immovable. I'd rather buy his you ass move, out.
0: You can move crazy. guys like Engvold and Mayfield, but, but the problem is you're gonna have to give up assets yeah. to do it. And I just am not a fan of that. It's like it's I, it's semantic. I, I don't think so. I, I don't I
9: don't think you'll give up much if you do one thing is it's not gonna be a second if you give up something it will be like a, a fifth.
1: Uh, I I just it's time it's time. let's you say know, even it's a fifth, but it's is, like, okay. thanks thank you so much for the call. Time will tell on that though for Yeah, seconds.
0: Thanks, thanks for calling in Freedom time
1: yeah,
9: have, have a great night, guys. Thanks, thanks George.
1: George.
0: Yeah, as I about to say, it's you know it'll be one of those to where time will tell. I don't think you're going to have to give up a lot to get rid of them, but it's still it's you're like gonna, thinking I, I, our team is not in contention to win the Stanley Cup. And now what we've done is we said sign this contract that's going to guarantee that you still don't win the Stanley Cup, and in three or four years from now you're going to have to give up some more draft picks to keep your same team together. Sounds great.
1: Let me sign it. Just more of these contracts are out. It's the same thing with Casey Zizekas. Same exact thing. You don't need to give a bottom-pairing defenseman a seven-year extension. What do you think
0: Casey Zizekas is going to look with three years remaining on his contract? I'm going to say not fucking good.
1: I mean, and the same thing with Engvall. Engvall's a little bit younger, but what do you think? Sure. Eng, you think Engvall's going to be here for seven years? What is he going to be putting out?
0: He's a guy who...
1: He's I a bottom... He'll be, at the end of the day... He'll be a guy who plays on the third line, which is what he was in Toronto.
0: He's a high risk, high reward type signing. He's
1: not. He's, he's not high he's, risk. He's, he's not high reward either.
0: He, I think he's, he's high risk. He's I think it, the reason why I think he's high risk is because if he's a bottom six guy, you don't need to be locking in bottom six guys for seven years on three, three and a half, whatever was it, three and a half million.
1: Grumpy. No, three million for Engvall. Three okay. and a half for Mayfield.
0: Okay. You don't need to be locking in a guy for $3 million a year at seven years if he's a bottom six guy. It's the same thing we had an issue with with Casey's Ezekiel signing, for the same, same exact thing. thing. The only thing that could be high reward is if he plays like the Engval that played with us for a short time period and he's, but he, right. Oh, if we're moving to get to Brinkat, we're not going to have enough roster spots available. It's just, uh,
1: okay. He wasn't that great for us.
0: Yes. He was just, he was, he was, he contributed at times, okay. but he was not was he better
1: – was he better than Zach Parise? Yeah, Zach Parise is you know thirty eight years old, thirty going to be thirty nine. He skates better. Why does he? Why did he show out on the Islanders? Because he skated better than most all the Islanders. Slow team, old and slow. But you know what? He won't go in the corners. He can't shoot. Doesn't go. In, he's not good in front of the net. And I'm not trying to belittle the guy. He is what he is. He's sure. he's a half a point a game guy on a second liner.
0: The Brinkat I mean. won't be cheap with his extension likely being north of eight million dollars. I'd think it'd probably be around eight to nine. I'd have to assume if they send Pajot and five million the other way, the islanders are going to have six million because this was done earlier before they had started making their signings. But again, that's the rumors that the islanders are hot trying to get Alex to bring it. I just well, not sure how that's over work.
1: now. That's over now. Because when you look at it, what it is now, um, Stefan reported that. You know, before we made any signings,
0: Kevin Kurtz. Now, this is the way I put it up here. So apparently they're doing something on Twitter that's pissing off a lot of these guys. So I don't care about the top portion. But Lou had a press conference and that uh, he seemed to indicate that the team is not done yet and that a hockey trade could be forthcoming. Oh, yeah. Speaking in as many riddles, Lou Lamarillo does, as always, in his GM speak. But he thinks that, hey, he says that
1: shit every, he says that shit every year and nothing happens
0: or we'll trade for somebody who is absolutely out, off the freaking wall crazy. But yeah, there was a lot of those earlier on today before the signing started to come in. And there's a lot of teams that are, are in on DeBrincat, right? I, I, I didn't hear what coming. he said.
1: I I didn't see what he said. What? You, I'm, you, I'm about what you to play. It.
0: I'm about to play the volume. Can you give me a second I, here?
1: Okay.
4: Yeah, and
1: by the way, um, you mentioned it twenty seconds ago. Alex I, I It sounds like that's the destination here, if
4: they can get that one done. It's oh,
9: okay, great, Alex DeBrinket. Debrinket. So, so we'll
1: speaking about Steve Eisenman earlier. Can't okay, thanks a lot. Can't hear
0: it. I swear to God,
1: it echoes. If I'm if I'm rude. hearing echo, no one can hear it. I'm just telling you.
0: Jeff Merrick just went ahead and said Steve EY is trying to get a deal done for Alex DeBrinket. And that's okay. where it looks like things are going to go. Now, this was from a few days ago, but that's that's where, again, my the reason I'm bringing up, oh, hey, because every fucking team right now is throwing their name. And every beat writer and every single hockey writer is throwing anybody who possibly could fit a guy of Alec DeBrinquette's talent. Oh, this could work here, too. Just like the Islanders think maybe we have a chance. So do the Anaheim Ducks. So do the Detroit Red Wings. So does every other team in the NHL right now thinks that they have a chance to get a guy like that. So okay. do not I, put your eggs in that basket. I
1: really wanted to see the second tweet that Andrew gross put out. He put another tweet out that this just- was from
0: nine hours ago. So I thought it was just going to be the same exact thing. He go grumpy. This is from nine hours ago. This is the same exact shit. This is. Hey, seems to be okay. some heat and traction Look, behind. I just, I just wanted to read it.
1: For I just wanted before. to read it. Thank I'm you. English. That's um, right. But here's the thing. Right now, let's say he's looking for an eight million dollar extension. That doesn't work for us because we have one million dollar in uh, salary cap space. One million with all these immovable contracts. I mean, you know, again, no trade, limited no trade clause, modified no trades. I, why? Did you really need to give Pierre Engvall a modified no-trade clause to sign for seven years?
0: Vegas built its cup-winning team via trades, says Dan. Yeah, well, Dan, he, here's the thing with Vegas: they're not a they're not a normal team. When you come through the expansion draft like that, you're going to have a lot more trades. What they've? How long has Vegas been a team for? Six years? Seven years?
1: Five, six years.
0: I was about to say, five years. If you drafted a guy five years ago, you're just now expecting him to maybe start making his way in the NHL. So yes, Vegas, and just like if Seattle won, Seattle's going to make their team. And if they win a cup, it's going to be mostly through trades because they haven't had a history long enough to actually have draft picks that are feeding through the system. But if you're not a expansion team, you win. You win the cup through the draft.
1: Here's what happened with both of those teams: they acquired so many assets. Via draft picks, whatever, to not pick certain players, that they were able to trade them to get established players on the back end. Yep, that's that's the difference. The Islanders don't have that luxury. They just don't. We don't have any draft picks. Uh, whatever draft picks we have, we trade for veterans. Our veterans are not very good. I mean, it's just, it's a dumb tweet.
0: Sorry. uh well, no, no. It's just no. It's not a dumb tweet, but that's it's how, dumb. how that it's
1: dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb if he's trying to link it to the Islanders. It's dumb.
0: It's just, it's just wrong.
1: The Islanders are about fifteen players away from being the Stanley Cup contender.
0: <laughs> Grumpy, we got a video here. Look at this. This is from Tony Cheese. Grumpy. Uh, Tony Cheese is happy with the Islanders. I like that's
1: that right. hat, though. Oh shit! Buy right, another one in
5: ten years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i like it he said i'll buy another one in 10 years oh, he pulled that. that right out of the trash can you know I, you know what
0: tony telling. cheese i like it i like it tony cheese i liked it. that's what i gotta say tony cheese i liked it
1: it was like um, when a lundra blaze through the world the wwf championship belt in the trash when she moved to wcw oh God. this is what i think of this belt right in the trash can
0: fuck, dude who knows what the hell you're talking about when you talk about that's
1: a lot of people do W- you're ignorant C- You're, C- ignorant, C- to, you're C- ignorant to most facts that we uh, even you
0: know about. Yeah, I get that. Hey, you're live here with TJ and the grumpy old man. Who do we have calling in?
4: Hey, Dan's calling in. So first, uh, not a not a dumb tweet. Um, just to uh, clarify that, but just want to say that it's all kind of linking to to what TJ was saying earlier, right? Where where, t- where teams have to build through the draft, and I understand what you're saying that. Uh, you know, expansion teams do this. But the way that Vegas did it is similar, right? They didn't actually, you know, they, they used the capital they had at the time to actually go and, and make some moves. So it's 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 very similar, right? And you're saying that the owners don't have draft picks, which uh, I'm, I'm confused on that whole thing. I mean, well, hold on. Uh, you're confused. They at... don't, so so you know, like, don't, yeah. Don't yeah, they have it... a first? No, no, but listen. But don't they don't they have a first next year, and they have a second next year, and then they have a first in twenty twenty five, and so so I mean, there's they have capital right to to make additional moves. Yeah, but
1: so, look, at yeah, much, eight, look at how much capital. Look at how much capital that uh, um, that Vegas had. They had multiple first round picks, multiple seconds and thirds.
0: So, like, here's the thing: the Islanders, right? When we talk draft capital, draft picks or draft capital. Also, prospects are capital that you can trade away to that have value. We don't have any of those prospects that have value that are highly vaunted or wanted. It's not like when we're talking about like we we'll use the Kings, for example, when they went ahead and got Fiala coming their way, they had to give him a first round pick. They also had to give up Brock Faber, who's already up there starting in the NHL because he's a guy who's highly he's highly vied after and he's a guy who they wanted. Right. And other teams want they see the value. We don't have prospects like that to move. The only thing we can offer is, hey, we can give you a first round pick next year. And we continue to just hand those away. Like you talk about Vegas and how they got to the situation with the situation that they were in. You're right. With an expansion team, there were teams that were paying Vegas saying, do not select this person. We will give you X, Y, Z pick or we'll give you this prospect not to select them. So it's a little bit of a difference. We
1: situation. gave him. We gave him a first round pick to take uh, the goaltender, JB Baruby. Yeah. We no, gave a first no, round well, pick.
4: No, well, no, they actually. You, no, no, no. Mikhail Krabowski is is who we traded, right? And I think they picked up J.F. Barubi later That's, on. Yeah, we
0: gave yeah. a first round pick, and 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 then Grobowski and then said pick Baruby. So sure. Yeah. I mean, we had to give up draft capital to them in order to say, please don't select this player as many teams. And so they're getting a whole bunch of picks in. So they were able to go ahead and trade off pieces and they were able to say, hey, gotcha. We were able to acquire guys, young players, prospects, et cetera. And we're able to go ahead and maneuver the way we want. It's just not teams that are coming in through an expansion draft are not the same. Yeah, but in
4: terms of just prospects in general, right. So in terms of this team, when was the last? I mean, Matt, aside Matt Barzell, the last time that the, this organization really hit on a first round pick. Again, so what, like Jean this, Tavares? I like, think this is a flawed like, way like, of thinking you, about it.
0: It's a flawed way to no, consider no, no. it.
4: No, it, it, no it, it's not. Listen, I, I understand what you're saying. You know, you don't want to go and you don't want to get rid of the potential of picking uh, a high-profile town. I, I totally understand. But these are all assets, right? And it, there's... The, the way I look at this, and am I happy about these these long term deals? I don't know if I'm if I'm ecstatic about them, right? I guess you have to see how, how it's all going to play out. The way I look at it is that will the Islanders be in a in a good cap situation once these deals in five years from now? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, it'll be fine. The cap situation will be fine because the cap will go up, you know, ex exponentially from where they're at now. Where so I'm s- not. I'm not, overly, I'm not overly concerned. I do I think that moving those contracts are going to be very difficult, of course. Yeah, they're not going to be easy contracts to move. But, I mean, in, in terms of right now, you know, I, and I don't disagree. I think that, you know, you have players coming in right now that want these short-term deals. They're going after these short-term deals because cap's going up and they want to make more money next year. Sure. Right? Yeah. So that's, that's, that's the way it's working. So Lou's taking a completely different way of looking at it, like, I'm gonna to try to sign these guys longer, and you're gonna to have to do stupid things like the, give them, you know, like abbreviated, you know, no-trade clauses, which is crazy. That, I don't disagree with any of that.
0: So, like, so. that's that's the problem. The state of this Islanders team is our general manager has trade away the first-round selection our last four years in a row. You asked me, when's the last time we had a first-round pick sure. that's panned out? I like what Noah Dobson's done. I feel like that's the guy who's going to pan out. You know, albeit who knows what's happening with a guy like Oliver Wallstrom. But like with the draft and the approach of the draft, you need as many kicks at the can as possible in order to pan out. And, like, we did a breakdown on this on an earlier episode for somebody, again, like, who breaks down the analytics. I'm not even going to pretend like I have enough time to do something like that and who has enough starts to qualify as successful selections. But you look at it, When you draft earlier on you have your first-round picks, they have a higher likelihood of making it to the NHL, as you would expect, their earlier selections. And as you get later and later towards the draft, they have a lower chance there of making an impact in the NHL. And when you're consistently trading away the picks that have a higher chance of making the NHL, you're just consistently setting up to where it's like, we don't have young guys that we're integrating into the, into the lineup. And instead, our approach is, well, let's continue to slap a Band-Aid on gang green and go ahead and bring in a guy who's in the prime of his career, give him an eight-year contract, and say, well, this is going to help. This is going to go ahead and help our team. Like the Bull Horvat trade. It, it's just a consistent mindset of Lou wants a team to win so badly right now. Our ownership in certain fa- or certain parts of the fan group are just blinded to where our team actually stands. We have two postseason wins in the last two years, and there are people out here who think we can compete for a Stanley Cup. And just the sad, honest truth is sure. we can't. Um, I
1: just you, you mentioned dan uh, dan was that your tweet by the way
0: yes it was yeah.
1: Yeah. okay cool when i was saying your tweet was adorable. did i say stupid or dumb which one
4: you said dumb, dumb? uh okay. It was, I mean, interchangeable it's okay
1: interchangeable. well no not really okay yeah all right let's say it is um i was saying if you were making that comparison between the golden knights and us they had so much i just don't think we're in that situation and you know i'm not trying to rip on you or anything. I say dumb, I say stupid. Hey, I treat you like a friend because yeah. that's how I talk to my friends. Do. So too. Sure. Uh, my whole thing no, is no, I, I, for, for all the capital that we've traded away in recent years, we haven't brought in any top-level talent. They're yeah. all middling guys for the most part. That's, I guess, my biggest thing. It's not like we're trading for a guy who has a tremendous upside. We trade it for a, Pagel, who's a or a Palmieri Palmeri, who's on the wrong tax. side. Or even a uh, even a Bo Horvat,
0: Andy Green. The list goes on and on. They're just like temporary band aids on what an actual problem is, while not addressing the problem. Now that's that's the issue I've got with our general. How
1: about you let me finish my point, thank you. So, I mean, you look at a guy like Vince Dunn, who maybe we could have moved the second round pick for him. That would have been a good move. But when you're trading for an Andy Green, who's 39, or uh, you know all the other guys who are on the wrong side of 30, I just, I just. I just think it's foolish. I'd much rather have the younger guys develop because it keeps your salary costs down too, and you don't have these problems. Yeah.
4: But listen, and you know, again, like I've, I, you know, I'm, I feel like everyone does this when they call into anything, but watch, watching this team since I was five years old in 1992, they've been awful, right? I will say pretty much my entire life, this team has been bad. The last five years, this team has been much better than any team that I've ever witnessed. So I have nothing to compare it to except for the absolute awful hockey that I watched my my entire life. So I told you, I, I disagree.
9: That's uh, cool
1: dude. You know what? So thank you so much. Thank you so much because I have tried to say that for years and years and years where people who they think everything's great because all they've seen is losing hockey. For me I've seen great hockey. So I'd say I'd yep. rather take a couple of down years. I, that's what I felt when Lamarilla came in. You know, let's do a rebuild right now and then roll it out and we'll be good for years and years. Putting band aids on. And here's the thing squeaking into the playoffs or being an eight seed and getting beaten the first time that's not good hockey. That's not. I mean, as Islander fans, we should and, want more than that.
4: And listen, I don't think anyone would, would say this was this was the plan from the start, right? I don't think anyone thought you bring in Lou and Barry Trotz and the team after losing John Tavares is going to suddenly make it to -to back-to-back conference finals. I don't think anyone thought that was going to happen. I thought initially it was like, hey, you have a a pretty good foundation here of how this rebuild is going to go and you have the right people to do it. And other things happen, right? And, you know, I I don't know. I mean, again, do I think that the team is good enough to win a Stanley cup. I don't think so. Do I think that they're as bad as other people may think they are? No. So, I mean, maybe it's. What do, where do you think they team, are? What, what, uh,
1: you know, objectively, where do you think this team, where, where do you think they fit? Upper echelon, middle yeah, of the pack? I mean, I,
4: yeah, I think they're, they're, they're a middle of the pack team. I think they could be a playoff team. I think the I think that, there's there's a lot of ifs, right? And anytime you go into any season with any professional sports teams, and there's ifs, it creates anxiety and it creates problems, and uh, it's usually not the best way to go about it, right? If you have one or two question marks on a team, you're you feel good about it because you can make trades, you can do things. Um, when you have ifs across the board, and it you know when it starts at the back end, uh, you know with your your young defensemen, one of which can't play with the other one yet, so you have to worry about Romanoff figuring out how to play with Dobson. You have to worry about Dobson was last year just a whole mental thing or is that is that who he is, right? Then you have to look at the forward group and you you say, okay, well the top six wasn't good enough. Are they gonna be better this year? You had a second line that looked that that statistically was the was the best line in hockey uh, for a short period of time. Are they is that full gold or is or is that the team? So there's a lot of ifs, and you have to hopefully those things align. Then yeah, the team is much better than we all think they are. But if it doesn't, it's complete fool's gold. I
0: I, I can tell he's 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 a Phil guy. He's a Phil guy because Phil was always <laughs> there putting that stuff out too. I, I like the few tweets I look at there, and like they were they were good. They did have they did play some good hockey, and that's and that's the thing. Like with with Engvall, I think he's a high a high risk high reward type signing.
1: They were good for fifteen games. Everyone yeah, maybe. maybe he plays
0: that way with us, right? Because it's a possibility. But maybe yeah. he reverts back so, to what he's always been.
4: So, and and I and you know, Grumpy, I think you're right. I mean, the the, the thing about Pierre Envol, which um, made him look much better on this team, is that he, his transition game is much better than anyone else on the team. I so want to say, I wanna... better, especially. That...
1: I'm sorry, Dan. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: No, 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 no. You're totally fine. Okay. Uh, no, I, I was just going to finish my. I was going to finish my thought and saying, without Matt Barzell on the ice, you could just see that team. It was it was a bad team, right? It was a slow team. They had no transition, and you needed a Pierre ball in the lineup to do anything to actually move the puck. You know, b- between the the blue line on uh, the red line and the blue blue line into the zone. Like there was no transitional game at all. So, uh, but yeah, that was just.
1: You are 100% correct. We only have three guys on this team who have the ability to transition the puck. Noah Dobson, Pierre Engvall, and Matt Barzal. That is it.
0: Hey, once we get to Brinkat, we'll have four. But no, Dan, thanks so much. Thanks so much for calling in, Dan. Thanks so much for sharing your opinions here on the show. We appreciate it. Thanks for for calling in.
4: Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Dan.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, he's not... (laughs) I wish you know what? It, it, like it, it, that is that is a very accurate way to describe the current that I think certain portions of the fan base.
1: Yes, that's right. But how long have I been saying that? That's the we, mindset. We,
0: we've talked about it. We've talked about it where it's, you know, and I've been that right. I should be in that mindset, too. I've only seen a shitty loser team my entire life. The team has been absolute shit you, for years and
1: years and years. You are like that when we were going to play Tampa and I said, and what did I say we to you were making Eastern conference finals? You're right. How the hell could I not be excited? What, what did I say to you? We ain't good enough. We're not winning the cup, but see, like I want to, I want to,
0: I want to coming around. Cause this, I saw the flaws. I'm like, okay, now I see what Grumpy's saying, but you're right. When we were making Eastern, Eastern conference finals, I believed in the team. I believe that we could make it. I believe that we could on freaking what now you can look at and say is really just like, uh, I'm trying to find a nice, nice and couth way of saying it, but it's almost like foos gold. And um, but it's just like I, I thought. Really, we had a chance to do it and win a cop at that time. I don't feel like we have any chance now.
1: No, I never thought we did. You want to know when I was the most excited in recent years for the team? When? Was when we beat Florida and we're playing Pittsburgh in the next round. I'm like, man, we can beat Pittsburgh. We can. No, no,
0: we weren't that good enough. John Tavares. That was when good old John Johnny T was still on the team.
1: But it had been forever. Since we've done anything. So for one year, I bought into it. Absolutely. When we beat Florida, I'm like... And I was upset when we lost I Pittsburgh. hated
0: fucking Pittsburgh, man. I'll tell you that much. I I still hate the shit out of... I, I hate Crosby. I hate Malcolm, those flopping <laughs> bastards. I still hate the Penguins to this day.
1: I, and Nabokov was terrible in that. Yeah. But I was... But I was... That was... I'm like, yeah, let's go. I was like a 10-year-old kid again, right? But then... <laughs> You know, the next time, no. I just knew we were never beating Tampa. I mean, I thought we got we were lucky to win a couple of those rounds in the shortened seasons, and then we had the, we ran into the, the the weakened goalie situation. I told you we weren't. I know we weren't beating Tampa.
0: The worst thing that ever happened to this team was the success we had during the bubble. True, that was and like we've had people say this before, and we've mentioned it too. That was the worst thing that's happened to the team. It gave me false hope. And I think it gave about ninety five nine, and th- at that time period, it gave about ninety to ninety five percent of the fan base the same exact false hope that I had, because it was easy to fall into the false hope that yeah we were good enough, and it was like that that truncated COVID year where we weren't even going to make the postseason, but because we had the play ins and we just started everything was everything we touched was turning the gold. I was like oh man this is great, and then the next year we did it again oh back to back Eastern Conference Finals guys. This is it. We're ready.
1: No, and I said, no. Man, Those man. two years, I'm like, we're not good enough. And we did nothing. If you were going to make a legitimate run, you had to make moves in the offseason. We didn't. Didn't. did, refuse to do it. We believe in this core. Core wasn't good enough.
0: And we just continue to double down on the same effing core. That's guess, that's exactly what we've done. This is this is we brought the same exact team. We are bringing, ladies and gentlemen, we are bringing back the same exact team that we ended last year with. That would
1: Oliver Wallstrom will be there.
0: That's the only thing. Oliver that's Wallstrom it. will be in the lineup. Perhaps who knows where he fits in? Maybe he's going to be on the third line. Who the hell?
1: Oh, he's it? a guy we could trade. He's twenty two years old. That's a guy we should move.
0: He has no value.
1: Yeah. Well, that's when we move. He had value.
0: No he'd value. be gone. But he's he's got no value. And it's, 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 it's frustrating. It really is. It's frustrating. It's fun. grumpy. If you have certain comments you want to read, go ahead and read yeah. them there. But
1: John Smith this- says, John Smith says Lou is acting like a guy who has been told he has six weeks to live. <laughs> <laughs> you got six <laughs> weeks to live. Do everything. I, like, you can. I am just going to go and pick out the funny comments.
0: Okay, anything you want. Yeah, on a scale of one to ten, how strong is the Lou hating tonight? I'd say about an eight and a half, maybe nine. Some
1: people are fine with it. The youngsters (laughs) are fine with it.
0: Alexander was good with it. Dan was good with it. Some, some, Freedom Fun Adventure wasn't too worried about it. So maybe it's more like an eight. Some
1: people are burning their apparel. We have Tony Jesus throwing his hat in the garbage. Some Some people people are sick. Some people have given up on the team that's right drew said he's done he's done with the team that's like extreme negativity i feel we had barry from down in tampa who he's like does the meetup group and he has he's like the moderator between the negatives and the positives and he was just as bad as i am so i mean i don't know i mean if you're the moderate guy how bad are the bad guys
0: how bad are the people who want to blow it up i I will say grumpy as you're trying to locate a few comments that you want to talk about, People are saying, "How are we okay with giving Sorokin that long of an extension with that much money?" And like, here's the thing: I understand. I understand. There's risk with it. I really do. I understand with Sorokin. He's a goalie that's undersized compared to what the current NHL goals. Three.
1: He's six foot three.
0: I thought he was six one six two. Are you sure six he's six, three? six oh, three? Are you serious? He
1: that's looks tiny. I, I, I thought him. he was smaller too. They Every said, time
0: I see him, he looks small. He there's looks no small. way he's listed at six three. There's no fucking way in hell he's six three. Okay, I've seen okay. him I'd look like a giant next to the guy. He's no six three.
1: Okay, he's six foot three. He's no 6 three.
0: I'll stand. Yeah.
1: I'm flying up to UBS to stand next to him, and he'll be <laughs> on
8: skates, and I'll still be a full head over that fella.
1: Six foot three, but he's 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 wiry, so he's not thick. You know, he we don't weigh two hundred forty pounds.
0: Do you remember when you told me Anders Lee was heavy? He's about maybe about two ten. Anders Lee's two. two fifty. You know, two ten. <laughs> Anders Lee's about two ten, and Sorokin looks about six one, maybe maybe six one and a quarter. I'm not I'm not giving him like high school at atta, Eddie Attaboys to where you're saying, hey, you measured it six one. He's six foot four. He's one of the tallest guys in the state. Yeah, six foot three. Yeah, he's six one, six one and a quarter, maybe six through with skate blades on. Okay. Anyway, so why would we, you know, why would we be okay and excited about Sorokin getting back on topic? Here's the thing: Sorokin is an elite talent. I understand he is. Maybe he's not undersized. I think he is a little bit, but maybe he's not based off of the six three that we've been told. That Grumpy's made me aware of. He's a guy who relies a lot on his athleticism. We talk about skills that fade quicker than others for goalie. Athleticism is one of those things that. You know, hey, maybe they, it lasts a long time for you. Maybe you're going to be as great as Dominic Kassik. Maybe you're going to be, you, maybe you're going to be fantastic all the time. Maybe you're not going to have to worry about too many injuries. But I mean, when your goalie relies upon athleticism, you're going to pick up injuries at one point of time in your career. You just are, and you know, you're not going to be picking them up when you're in your mid to mid twenties or even late twenties. You're going to be picking them up when you start in your thirties. And then you're looking at you're going to be having groin strains and all this other stuff like that and injuries for goalies like kryptonites, like death. So I understand that there's risk with them on that side and could maybe see a guy that doesn't play a full eight seasons because uh, at the, uh, he definitely won't play it at the same level he's playing at now. I think for what he did for us last year, he would be he'll be earning every single one of those eight million dollars a year right now. But just like with all long term contracts, at the end of his deal, he will not be earning the eight million. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that.
1: Okay. For people, why he was, he got, he's the franchise player.
0: Yeah. He's if, the best player in the franchise. He's saying,
1: if you're going to give a contract like that, you give it to the franchise guy. You don't give it to, you don't give it to Bo Horvat. Bo Horvat's making more money than uh, than Ilya Sorokin. They
0: play two different positions, but yeah.
1: Okay. Without Ilya Sorokin, this team doesn't sniff the playoffs. That's This year, next year, two years from now, three years from now. Not good enough. Okay, Ilya Soroka is the most important player on the team. Period. Um, a couple of these. Michael B says the team will be sold before these new contracts are up. They could be. They could, and I'm only looking for ones that I consider funny. So
0: that's funny, Grumpy. I'll continue to talk as you're looking for. Yeah, here's for a funny.
1: Dallas McDonald says. Hey Grumpy, my wife thinks you're the reason Bailey was traded. She's mad at me. He's mad too. He's mad. <laughs> that he had to give up his second rounder to get rid of him. Thank you very much.
0: I was about to say, yeah, you know, it, it, with Josh Bailey, because we didn't even have a chance to talk really about that. Josh Bailey's gone. With everything that happened today, we didn't even have a chance to talk about Josh Bailey is gone. We traded so away well, Josh yeah. Bailey for a second round pick.
1: Uh, Alan, Alan A. says two moves Alan. left. 1A, trade Pajot, Wallstrom, Odelius, and uh, Lennox to Ottawa for DeBrinket and Pinto. B trade Lee at a 50% reduction retention home to Minnesota for a future pick. You're not getting anything for Anders Lee. I say I don't and think. And that trade paid. is there's no way that Ottawa takes that trade. No.
0: I, that's um, what say am is going to get going to get a lot. He's an extremely talented player. People have seen what he's done in Chicago, seen what he's done in Ottawa. People people going to have to pay pay and unbelievable amount and then they're going to have to be willing to pony up a huge contract for. Him.
1: Rick Roma says the pa- that package couldn't get you Pinto, let alone Pinta- Pinto and the Brinket. Islands have nothing of worse for the, for a, the Brinket deal. Absolutely. 100% true.
0: Yeah, and and that's and that's 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 where the problem comes. And Rick Altman
1: Walter- so. is Wallstrom completely overvalued by this fan base or is yes. it He's not getting you a 25-year-old 30 to 40 goal scorer. Exactly. Very true.
0: Like, maybe he does reach a 20- to 35-year goal score. Maybe he does reach to being a player like that. But it's just like, for him, there are so many question marks. I think, right, the likelihood of him flaming out is also there, too. I wouldn't have told you that was even a possibility last year. But I feel like that could be a possibility this year.
1: DDT said the other night, their guest host said, Drury is the worst GM in the league. Not after today. I wonder if Phil is reassessing there. He was able to get Blake Wheeler and uh, who else? He got a uh, uh, quick $1.6 million.
0: Great. We had to pay one point six for oh. Zach Parise alone last year.
1: By the way, the Rangers <laughs> roster is full now. Oh, so, oh no, the Rangers can't get a full roster. no probably. way they could do it. They
0: were able No to way. To and they you know got what? too much. They're way worse of a cap situation than we are.
1: They improved their team. They yeah, improved they did. their team.
0: I mean, Blake, we- here's the thing. I think Blake Wheeler is not the same guy he was, but damn. For $800,000 a year, Blake Wheeler, are you kidding me?
1: Tell me Blake Wheeler doesn't fit on the third line or even the second line. You move Heedle up to the second line. You trying to – tell me you wouldn't put Blake Wheeler with uh, Lafreniere and Kako on a third line. Tell me you wouldn't do that.
0: I was about to say, the guy's consistently, even at his age, he played 72 games last year, still put up 55 points there in Winnipeg, put up 60 points a year before, put up 46 points a year before, and he's been injured, right? He is an older guy. He'll be injury prone. But he's still good for about a 50-point-a-year type of guy. Think about that. We were given a guy, like, and again, like he's probably not going to play the same role for the Rangers, but he's got a lot more talent around him than he did in Winnipeg. That's for certain.
1: Um, we have a lot of people saying that their pets are getting seven-year deals from Lamoriello
0: i did see i like that when the guy called in he's ready to give he's ready to give sorokin's dog a big seven-year deal to help keep him on the island Ah, uh, i don't know uh, i'm sorry it uh, you're you're a professional and maybe he maybe he is willing maybe i had something to do with it and freedom fun adventure said that because sometimes guys do I'd be shocked, but sometimes guys do take a little bit of a cheaper deal if they can keep Johnny or Joe Montanaz here. They do that. I'm not a fan of that, but maybe some people think that way. It's not a way I'd
1: ever think. State of Survival says, I don't think the signings are terrible. Mayfield could not could have gotten up to $5 million on the open market. Shorter contract, absolutely not. If you see the
0: half.
1: dollar amount that those defensemen were getting today, he was never getting that. Never. This was the best deal he was getting. Um, he decided to stay at an affordable rate, and so would Angball. He's going to get paid for seven freaking years. I mean, why not? Say, why not sign a twenty? Sign a twenty-year contract. I know you can only go up to eight. I mean, I, you know, it's like Bobby Bonilla day all over again. <laughs> oh, Tommy is- says Lou will be dead in seven years. I don't think so. I think Lou's going to live in. He's going to live
0: a long time.
1: I think he's going to live a long time.
0: He's. He's. Get, I mean, think about it. To be running. All joking aside, I don't think he's fit to run this team. I don't like the direction that we're heading in, but I, like all joking aside, he's still at his age, unbelievably mentally there, and still running an NHL organization. Right. That's.
1: Alan A also says uh Sorokin took 1.25 million less to give it to his buddy well that's just freaking dumb if that's the case that's dumb and stupid both if you're going to do something like that I just sorry I'm not I'm not giving 1.2 million to 5 million because to a guy like you on the bench
0: the way I look at it is like this it's like if you join a frat you got to pay dues and all this other dumb shit like that it's like saying, I've got to pay one and a half, I got to pay $1.25 million to make sure I have a buddy here. Like, I can't make another friend. <laughs> buddy, there's more people out there. there, Sorokin. So, I don't know. I, I, I That's not the first time we've heard that one today. I'm not sure I buy it. Whatever.
1: Um, JP asked, I know this is almost a mood question, but TJ and Grumpy, do your stances soften on this madness, madness as somehow Lou drags to bring it into the mess?
0: Um, it depends on what we have to give up, right? If it's like, oh, wow, Lou only had to give up Jean-Gabriel Pajot and small ancillary piece here and was able to free up the cap space. Hey, if it's a good deal, right? I, I'm not, I'll be happier with how things look, but knowing Lou Lamarillo and looking at his prior prior body of work, I'm not optimistic that it's going to be a, it's going to be a well-done deal if he were to bring him in, right? We don't have the cap space. Think about this. We're now, what, like $8 million? away from the potential cap that we're going to need for him. No, I don't see it.
1: Um, we mentioned about Tristan Jari. A lot of people saying no for DeBrinket. Brinkett. Uh, again, people wondering why, why, why the term, of course. I'm just looking for some funny things to go. I hate to leave you on your own, TJ, because I know you struggle with that.
0: But. No, no, no. I was about to say, I think we've covered kind of what we were looking to cover today. Um, you know, a shock. I, shocked is probably the best way I would describe it with the term that was given in these contracts. I was, again, not opposed to the actual dollar amounts that were signed to them, but shocked with the actual term that we gave up. So, yikes. I, I worry about what it is to be a future fan of this team and the organization. I do. And some people don't. Some people aren't concerned about the future. It's the reason why, you know, <laughs> they're they're caught picking up all the pieces there later on.
1: Brandon Fry says, "So the plan is to run it back minus Bailey. Lou is a moron.
0: That that is exactly the plan. This is the run it back crew minus Bailey is right. But maybe, maybe Grumpy, just maybe we're able to trade away Jean. I wonder what we'd have to give up in addition to Jean Gabriel Pajot to get a guy like De
1: Um John Smith says, "The cul-de-sac crew is large and in charge.
0: They are. They are. You know, I I will tell you this." It would cost Jean-Gabriel Pajot probably next year's first and second. And what else do you think that would maybe cost Grumpy to get a guy like De Brinkett? Maybe Bull Duke Every I am just to,
1: has no value.
0: We're gonna to have to give away as
1: Dobson. Dobson.
0: You think it's gonna take Dobson too think, and first and second next
1: year? Dobson, Pajot, um, and a first, I think could maybe get it done.
0: I would not right be interested. Yeah, Maybe. I would
1: not be interested. Me neither.
0: Because think about it. They gave it the seventh overall pick, and what else to bring him in? I'm trying to remember what they brought him in for.
1: A couple of firsts. And a uh, First, a second, and a third, I think somebody said.
0: That's right. It was like the seventh overall pick. Looking back through that meltdown I had on last year's draft, it was a seventh overall pick, a second, which was like I think the 33rd overall pick, and then like a third. So, yeah, he's going to be expensive. Let me put you that way but grump yeah unless you've got a few more comments i'm ready to start wrapping things up we had i think we i think it was nice to get the feel of the people today and again you know hey when it when it fresh when it happens there's going to be a lot of emotions that's for certain as we saw today some obviously happy about the moves some thinking they were just meh more the same and others who were just ready to ready to throw lou off the brooklyn bridge go ahead grumpy
1: uh, yeah, just get your tickets now for the Carolina Hurricanes Championship Parade for next year. It's on the way.
0: Oh, I'm not sure. I won't go that far. I won't go that far. But um, I will.
1: I will. Who's going to beat them? Who's going to beat them? You know,
0: I don't know. I, I, they had
1: the second-best record in the league this year. They were devastated by injury in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. I, I will tell you a lot of teams in our conference and their our divisions specifically took big step forwards today, big steps forward. And I mean, big steps forward. I think that Washington, right. I still think that they need a little bit more, but I'm like the signing of Max Pacioretty, maybe it pans out. Maybe it doesn't. Max Pacioretty when healthy is extremely, he's there. He's talented. Who's right?
1: their coach Who's their coach now?
0: And in, in, uh, for
1: Washington. Yeah. Who'd they hire? I forget. Yeah, hold up here. I know they. I know they have one, but the Rangers have Peter Laviolette, who's according to Phil, it's been the killer.
0: Spencer Carberry, is a young guy.
1: Oh, from Toronto.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, the assistant coach in Toronto.
1: Okay, whatever. So I don't consider them much of a threat. Rangers, absolutely, they'll be better. I love the
0: postseason, right? Because that's what we're fighting for. Our 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 fight is no longer to fight for the Stanley Cup. Our fight is a fight for the postseason, right? That's um, what we're looking
1: at. I love the Wheeler pickup and sure. Jonathan Quick. I mean, Phil told us they would, there's no way they could get it done. They reloaded their team. They're ready to go. They still <laughs> got to sign uh, Lafreniere and uh, Keandre Miller. They're restricted free agents. That's yeah. easy. No problem there. They give them short-term bridge deals. No problem there. Uh, Carolina, tremendous job today. Just absolutely tremendous. They got their two goalies for – million a year, two goalies for $5 million a year, 2.75 for backup. That's what the Islanders gave up four years. They didn't sign their guys to four-year deals, two years and one year. That's it. Two in one year. That's how you do it. Signed Jesper Frost back. Got Michael Bunting that everyone on this site. The
0: Devils too have improved their team. The, the Devils, Devils improved their team before the draft and free agent. The Devils are another team that I, you know, maybe they have a little bit of a step back regarding the In a regular point. season. In the regular season, they have, but I think that's a team that is going to be more equipped and better and better built for actual postseason success. I think so. The Devils are a team that I don't think they have a sophomore slump, and they missed missed the postseason. Right? They had a meteoric rise from a really bad team two years ago. Last year, they made the postseason. Obviously, were dominant the entire year. I think they still are a team that makes the postseason, and I think they're a team in the postseason who could be dangerous. But it's like the Canes, the Rangers, and the Devils. They're all in our division. The Pittsburgh Penguins are done. They've got nothing. They're done after signing back Jari. They have absolutely nothing. I no.
1: like I liked all their moves except for the Jari move.
0: That's unfortunately the only thing that stopped them last year from making the postseason and maybe having a chance. But they're another team that just didn't have a goalie and they still didn't address it. So they're not. They don't concern me. The Capitals, I think they made like Joel Edmondson. They brought in for the back end. You know they made a few moves. We'll see how things go for them, but they're going to have some of their pieces back, ideally more healthy than they were last year. That's another team that's going to be competing for a postseason spot. You know, we're looking at seriously for the Islanders right now. We're looking at maybe the fourth spot in our division, maybe a wild card entry. That's what we're looking at, guys.
1: Okay. And look at what Buffalo did today. They signed. What did I tell you? What did I say that they needed more than anything? What did they need?
0: Veteran defenseman. I saw that they, uh, Eric Johnson, I think I brought in. Eric
1: Johnson, one year, $3.25 million. And Connor Clifton yeah. from the Bruins, three years, $10 3 a year.
0: I think Buffalo makes the postseason next year.
1: Absolutely. I. They also signed uh, Dustin Tokarski as a goaltender. I don't think much of him. I the guess they, and they also signed uh, Devin Cooley. So maybe one of those guys is going to be the backup to Levy or Levi, whatever his name is, um, I still think they should have got a better goalie. But what did they need? They needed some guys who could actually play defense. They got that. Buffalo's going to make playoffs next year. Florida. Florida made good moves today. All right? I mean, how could anybody be against what Florida did today? I mean, they signed they signed Dmitri Kulikov back. Eh, I don't think much of him. He's not much. Yeah, but they signed Niko Mikula. The guy that the Rangers picked up at the trade deadline, they signed Mike Riley to a one-year deal. I don't think he's that great. Oliver ekman Larson's a great pickup. For them. On a cheap deal. One year, $2.25 million.
0: I guess they're doubling down on the we don't need to play defense, though, because <laughs> Oliver ekman Larson fits right in with that. Right. So, you know, as a puck-moving guy. But, you know, I, I still don't think much of Paul Maurice. I know they made it to the finals last year. I don't they'll think they'll
1: make do. the playoffs next year, though.
0: I think so too. I think
1: I'm just make talking the playoffs about teams that are going to make the playoffs. Tampa's gonna make playoffs. Yeah. Toronto's gonna make playoffs. Uh, Toronto picked, All right, look at who Toronto picked up today. Uh they picked up Kevin Shattenkirk. Now, is he great? Is he what he what he used to be? No. But you know what? Uh, for one year, I have no problem with that. Oh, maybe they maybe no. I'm sorry. They picked up Klingberg. Who would Shattenkirk? I forgot who went, who got shot in Kirk. Don't know. Sorry. They picked up Ryan Reeves. Big deal. He's a re-sign. Uh, but John Klingberg, Jonathan Klingberg, that's a good pickup for them. Yeah, I think. Look,
0: we, we can talk more about once all the dust settles, what that looks like, Grump. But as of today, what it initially looks like, there's a lot of teams in our conference, a lot of teams in our division who got better. And what our deal was, we just signed back everybody that was an unrestricted free agent. That was what we did today. And we gave them way too much term on contracts. So, Scare Brian,
1: Brian Dumoulin, who's a good defenseman, signed with Seattle two years, 3150000 million. You're, tr- I mean, is not Brian Dumoulin a better player than Scott Mayfield at this point in time?
0: Yeah. Well, I think he is. Sure. But, Grumpy, man, we're about two hours and 30 minutes in. What do you want to say before we wrap things up here today, Grumpy? I,
1: I do want to say that Parker Weatherspoon signed with the Bruins today.
0: On oh, a two-way deal. I did see that. Yeah. I, I'm and, not sure what to think about the Bruins. They've got a lot of holes to fill, and they really haven't addressed too many of those just quite yet.
1: And Shattenkirk went to Boston. One year, $1 million.
0: Yeah, they brought a Milan Lucic back to Boston, I believe, too. But One year, $1 million. He's done. I mean, like they're bringing a lot of that in. I'm just not sure what Boston has, to be honest. They still might make the postseason, but I think they've got a lot of holes still left to fill. But Grumpy, what do you want to say before we wrap things up here today?
1: I want to say love and laughter to everyone who listens and even those who don't from TJ and the Grumpy Old Man.
0: Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in, listening to the podcast and show. Thank you, everybody, for calling in interact sharing your thoughts and feelings on what the islanders first day of nhl free agency looked like we'll be with you guys here this next wednesday 8 p.m eastern standard time if you're new to the channel and enjoyed this content do a few things for me Subscribe on YouTube, like the video too, because apparently that helps the algorithm. And like the like like our channel on uh, Facebook and, and follow on Twitter, whatever, all that other stuff you gotta do. And for Grumpy's sake, if you type in five star review, he gets happy. So every time I'll send a little screenshot and Grumpy said, ooh, five star review. Okay. So thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, Grumpy, as always. We'll see you guys tomorrow on TJ and the Grumpy Old Man at 8 p.m. We'll also see you guys Wednesday at 8 p.m. too. Thanks so much for tuning in and thank you, Grumpy.
1: My pleasure.